You're now listening to the AZs and Root Bruce podcast, brought to you by Blessed to Death. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, what's popping? Yeah. You're not listening to the AZ's of Rupert Bruce podcast. You already know what it is. It's your boy Ray Nell, and I got my brother in the building with me. Who's in the building with me? It's your boy Jay Davis, repping the 909 mm-hmm. or something like that. 951? We could do a little 951. Hey, why not? We intersect kind of both. You know, you know what, mean? what I mean? Yeah. It's like LA, like Inglewood Compton. Come you know, on. Borderline. Come on. 213 323. You know, 310? Yeah, 310. Okay, yeah. I like that. I like, like different that. area codes. No Luda, though. Yeah, you dig. <laughs> yeah. Now nah, it's good to be back, y'all. How you feeling today, bro? I'm good, man. How about you? I can't complain, man. It's been, it's been a real month. It's been a real month. October was a real month. Yeah, it was. It was. It was like, a, like one of those months, just like, just thankful for today. Right. Yeah, me too, man. Just me too. Today. Yeah, man. Yeah. You, uh, Joker just came out. We just, you saw Joker, right? I saw Joker. How you feel about it? I overall? loved it. Yeah, I loved it. Did you see it? Yet? I saw it. What did you think? It was intense. It was. <laughs> <laughs> how did you How did you feel? I felt like there. I think this that could be another episode uh-huh. if we wanted to bring that back. Yeah, yeah. But you have to be. I think. Um, I I, I put it like this. Seeing Joker, I kind of felt like uh, number one, it did crazy in the box office. Of course, it of broke course. mad records. Yeah. Um, I just feel like uh, don't watch it if you're not ready to have a conversation. Yeah. That's how I felt about yeah. it. Yeah. That's how I felt about it. Like, okay. Just okay. Don't don't. I don't want to ruin it for anybody that still wants to see it. But I even told my dad, I was like, Dad, I told my dad, I was like, I think you would like it. Of course, there are some things that, like, of course, for mature audiences and things of that nature, like, they right. have to be ready for. But, man, like, overall, like, I would give it I would give it a solid, like, eight and a half out of ten. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. For sure. I, I agree. Eight and a half. Yeah, yeah. Man, what do you think about Joaquin Phoenix's performance? I prayed for him. Yeah. It's crazy, right? <sighs> yeah. Wow, and you know, and a lot of people ask me like, "Oh, who do you think is better, Heath or Joaquin?" I was like, "Man, they're just so completely different approaches." Because DC didn't do this, didn't do this. Uh, this is a DC. This was a DC. Yeah, this is DC one. But wasn't this through Warner Brothers? This is mainly through Warner Brothers Studio, right? Yeah, but it's the same thing. Yo, they it's did just that. a one-off away from the universe. Yo, they did that. Yeah, they did that. This is like I was like, "Oh, this gives them awards now." We they still got they still got some movies coming out that I want to see that, but like the directing of it. The the uh the, the cinematography cinematography from it was, was beautiful nuts yeah. yeah I was like yeah yeah if, if there was some parts I was just like yo man it's real yeah it was just it was intense it was intense and it made me it, like it made me really think about like mental illness and the first thing I thought about after I watched it I was like dude how many people have we come across or engaged with that feel exactly like this and we totally overlook them dismiss them and or just literally cast them to the side like it's nothing yeah it is just like i mean it's just really i think it uh it shined uh the unfortunate light on our on our social system yeah how there are so many needs but sometimes not enough resources right to go about and how sometimes people are just like another number right so again like i said you know i know that's not the main topic but i was just like man like we just have to we have to just shine a little yeah. light on it yeah i think I, it's just yeah you're right because i remember i said i was telling jeff um some time ago offline that I, I think I want to go into movie reviews you know what I mean mm-hmm. because I'm really a, a movie buff like I really see all type of movies yeah he is he's better than me I, 
yeah, I love yeah. I love film, like just the art of film. So like, it's a lot of things that um I want to check out and I want to talk about just for those who's who's into it. So maybe I, we should uh, put a poll up on the on the on the uh, social media. To yeah, see, yeah, man. Let's yeah, see. like uh, some some movie reviews. Yeah, I think yeah. We, I think we might have to do that. You know, because uh, we do that we do the music stuff a lot. You know, because we both music heads. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm into the movies, man. I'm into the film, you know, and I'm getting into the books. Jeff is a bookhead, you know what I mean? Oh yes, that's what I'm trying to get into myself. So, oh yes, yeah, oh, yes. we gonna we gonna we gonna we gonna expand it. You know what I'm saying? We can give yeah. these more flavors on the palate. You dig? Most definitely. Um, Di- diversity. Yeah, for sure, for sure, man. So like, what? Well, this is what November second. Yes. All right. So this is November second, October. You know, it was my birthday month, so it was a beautiful month. Yeah. Um, you doing anything uh, fun? I had a great time, man. Yeah. You know, went to Catalina. Enjoy myself with that. Uh, me and my lady. Um, just spent some time with the family. My um, Last week was my grandfather's 90th birthday. Congratulations. So, yeah, man. Thank you. 90th birthday party. It was amazing seeing all my family. Yeah. So, um, it was fun, man. God is moving in some things. So, Amen. it's just. Uh, I love it. It's dope, man. It's dope. It was dope. My job changed locations. So, that's interesting. But it's, it's a good change, man. Yeah, man. Yo, that change. pic that you showed that you yeah, sent, bro, the yeah. uh, the Pac-Man arcade game. Yeah, man. They yeah, my job. They like bought a new building, so we moved from Ontario to Diamond Bar, and uh, the building is like amazing. I'm not gonna lie, like, and they've been working on it for like about a good two years. Gotcha. So, um, they bought the building, gutted it out, and just like totally redid it, and it's just amazing. So it remind me of Google, bro. The it picture, does. That picture it does. that you sent me, I was just like, yeah, oh, it's they like me, they gave y'all the Google experience. Yeah, it's like super dope. So, um. You know, I'm still on the mission. You know what I'm saying? The mission don't stop. The mission don't stop. You know what I mean? All. But uh I see I see what y'all doing over there. I'm not gonna shout them out, but you know what I'm saying, <laughs> you know. Yeah, you I don't shout them out. Yeah, nah. But y'all got the Google experience. Yeah, it's, it's, it's nice. the Google experience though. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's it's nice, it's nice. But yeah, man, it's just it's been cool, man. So how um you know, the last episode, and you know, we we'll hit you. We're gonna get straight into it because we already know. Yeah. We'll hit you with the handles and everything later. But um, last up, last time we did the season four premiere, so I'm just going to tell y'all it was intended to be a two part one, mm-hmm. right? Um, the second part we did record it, and it was the weekend that Kanye did the Morehouse, yeah, or the Howard, one of them. It was Morehouse. It was Morehouse Homecoming. No, no, no. What's it? it was one of them. You're right, you're right. It was right. The, you know the universities. <laughs> <laughs> The historic black university. Yeah. And he made his comments, you know, more about the political comments, talking about if we're if they cast a net, black folks just don't stay in the same spot. Right. So we had our conversation about Kanye at that time then. Um, but so much transpired. We were supposed to release it like the following the next Monday after we released the first, you know, the season premiere. But so much took place between then. I just felt it was best that I didn't release that. Smart. Let us gather all the information because he at that time he began to release the date that the album was going to come out. Then mm. the album didn't come out. Then it was a week later. Now we're here after a whole week of the album coming out. So we wanted to wait and just hear the interviews, see things. And during that time, I was able to go to a Sunday service. Yeah. Um, that he had last week at the forum. So I, I just felt it was best. Like, you know what? It was dope. And we're going to touch, touch base, touch, retouch some of the uh, points we made on that, on that episode, on this episode. Cause they're still very poignant. Um, 
but we just felt it was best just like hold off on that. So we apologize for the delay if you're waiting for yeah. that. But this is gonna be considered the part two of that season premiere because you're gonna get a whole lot more of the content. Yeah. You know what I mean? And maybe we should release the, as a bonus. As a bonus, just to see where the conversation to see maybe the maturity in our perspective. Right. Because I know for me, between the last time that we recorded and even now, there's been some heart shift right. that has taken place right. and i think i'll probably you know what i'll do today i'll be a little transparent with where i was at okay i'm gonna be very transparent with where i was at yeah. in regards to my process of thinking mm-hmm. my the struggles that i had because i had a lot of struggles with this right. album and me and you we i voiced them a lot right and i, I probably need to apologize to some people at my church as well. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, I, I, yeah oh yeah and i want to and that's the one thing i wanted and the reason why i wanted to wait to have this conversation because I did want to, and I think what I'm starting to see now is I think it's, it's best to process things first before you speak. Yeah. When something like this is taking place, uh, because we're believers, you know, we're, we're we grew up in church our like whole lives. Church, church. Yeah, you know what I mean. So we're believers. So I and I what I was finding to happen, I I didn't speak a lot about this publicly. Um, or I kept my comments on Kanye on my social media very surface level. And for those who call me, of course, you know, we'll have a deeper conversation. But I did that because I just felt like it's best just to watch and observe things for a little bit before you really have a definite perspective on it. And I feel like a lot of people from the jump of him announcing that he was a believer had a lot of definite um, statements that is based off of nothing. Yeah. And then a lot of things transpired over the week. Or weeks or months that people had to back away from. Yeah. Back away from him. Some people are even running closer towards it. You know what I mean? So it's like I wanted to sit back and watch and just yeah. kind of observe. And then one thing I did tell myself that if I ever go like so me and Jeff know quite a few people in the choir. Yes. One of the reasons why I didn't really want to speak a lot of things about it publicly, because I want to be very respectful of people who's who's making a conscious decision to do ministry with Mr. Kanye West, because I know them to be like people who do ministry. Yeah, and I think just too like at the end of the day, like, um, and just let me know. I I I want to say it like this, like for some of these people, like yes, they're doing ministry, but ministry is also a job. So like, some yeah, of this, this is like people's like this livelihood. This is livelihood. Yeah, um, and also too, um, I told myself like if I go to a Sunday service, like. This is me personally. I wanted to say, I my my thought was like, if, I don't want to go to a Sunday service until I heard out of Kanye's mouth himself what it was. Right. What his moves was. Because that's the thing that was kind of interesting about this whole situation was up in a, up to this up to the release of this album until he starts speaking himself, he didn't do a lot of talking. Right. It was a lot of just Sunday service, and then we're hearing from other people what it was right we hear from other people oh he's saved yeah but we never heard out of his mouth that he was saved that he was saved what happened right how did he arrive to this point and that was the thing i was like i, I want to hear from him before i even engage going because I, I had a desire to go we talked we was like yo we would love to see that now first what we heard we was like yo the music we talking about like when he was at like the uh the building the first time the building the first building is we was like yo what the heck is this we was like the, how do you get to go the building and then i think um 
the Fred Hammond joint. Yeah. And the Calabasas Hills. That's what, the, that's what the group chat was like, yo, are y'all seeing this? Like, <laughs> so we just, from a music perspective, we was like, yo, we, how do we go to this? Yeah. And I don't think we even really fully processed the whole faith aspect. Nah. We did Because like I said, a lot of us didn't know anything. And that's why I found it interesting that people would just have make a lot of definite comments when there was nothing, no information out there. Yeah. All we knew was that he was like, yo, Kanye got a choir now. He doing his thing. What's crazy. So I think I said this on the last one. I heard verbatim from somebody that is connected, mm-hmm. that's connected to Kanye and some that Kanye, like t- this was like two or three years ago mm-hmm. that Kanye was going to bring choirs back. Mm-hmm. That was said three years ago. Uh huh. Okay. So I like the way you said that. Yes. No, I, I like that you said that because it's going to, I'm going to make a point. Actually. So I'm yeah. like, so when I see this, I'm not really surprised. Yeah. Because, yeah, there's layers say, to this. There's layers. Lot of layers. I want to say something else, but I want to save it for later. Okay. Okay. And, and, and I'm glad you brought that up because from Kanye's jump, He's kind of been toying with choirs from the jump of his career. Oh, Jesus Walks. Easy. Jesus Walks. Um, what's the other song that he did? Um, didn't, did, sorry, mom, did Mama have a uh, the song for his mom? No, it's another song that he sampled the choir, and he did a couple of performances with that choir. Um, it was the Chicago Boys Mass Choir, I believe. Um, what's the name of the song? Um, two words. It's with Most Deaf and from the College Dropout album. I believe we're gonna find out right um, now. Yeah, see, I'm telling you, I'm just gonna let y'all know right now. This is gonna be a long episode. To prepare yourselves, we're gonna try to edit it as much as we possibly can. But this is gonna be a long episode because it's a lot to discuss, and we know that y'all want to hear our our points of views. Yeah, two words with most different uh, freeway. Yes, two words. And he he samples. He samples a choir, so um, I've even seen him perform with the choir with that song. You know what I mean? Um, so he's been toying with the gospel sound from the moment he came out. Oh, easy. But that's like, I think that's a part of the hip hop experience. It, it is. It, but that's a part of Kanye's style. Because it's like soulful. It's soulful. That's 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 what he, that's who he is. That's just part of his brand. He brings soulful music. He Like the samples he was touching, people was like, yo. Even though sampling has been a part of hip hop forever, it was the way he introduced his style of sampling that was a game changer. Everybody was like, yo, the sped up chipmunk gospel yeah. joints you know what I mean oh what he he really did like the way he sampled Jesus Walker I was like what the world is bruh, this like, bruh I think I remember the first time I remember the first time I heard Through the Wire mm-hmm. yeah you bring that up but that's like one of your favorite joints that's like that was how, because I'm like I love sampling I right. love the idea of sampling right and I love I love appropriate manipulation uh huh Right, and even when I listen to the Shaka record, like Shaka record alone, yeah, I listen to the record and I'm like, "Yo, Kanye is really a genius." Yeah, yeah, bro, how he did Otis. Yeah, like, yeah, mm, uh, uh, yeah, uh, it's crazy. Like, so he's. I heard he didn't produce Otis though. Oh, don't say that. I heard that Mad Lib did that. Don't say that, and it doesn't surprise me. Don't, don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> That's another conversation for another, another day. Th- you yeah. know what I'm saying? But. The, the stuff that he has produced, the stuff that he did for, like, uh, how he chopped up uh, the Luther Vandross joint for yeah, Twister and Jamie yeah, Foxx. Right. Um, 
Where oh, like, the gangs, bro, like, bro, like, I just think, like, and we gonna talk about that. Oh, oh man, like, um, we going to the review of the album. Yeah, like, just, I mean, just his catalog of stuff that he has supposedly produced, right? right. Even the, uh, even, um, uh, I gotta testify, like that, mm-hmm. bro, like how he chopped that up. Like, I've been uh, revisiting Kanye's catalog all week, preparing like, for this podcast. Yeah, I haven't like. So college dropouts, and like honestly, I love 808s. Uh-huh. I love because you know me, the, like how I listen to like right. Sonics and right and Soundwave. See, that wasn't my. That's probably one of my least on your albums, but which makes sense. It's a one of the. It's a culture shifter. One of the and I mean it's a. It's like this: we go to, we go to museums. This is how I look at Kanye West production. Right, we go to museums. Right, some people like the Louvre. Yeah. Some people like Mocha. Mm-hmm. Some people like uh, what's uh, the uh, the Broad Museum. Everybody has a taste of 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 art that they like. Mm-hmm. One artist can be in all three of those those art exhibits, but doesn't mean that everybody's gonna like everything that's in that art exhibit. Facts. You Facts. know what I mean? So I look at Kanye West like music and production. Right. Like I because of what Kanye West was working through, like the Kitsy Ghost album, I didn't even listen to it. Mm-hmm. And some of the other stuff that he did for some of the other like artists, like T- Tiana Taylor, I didn't mm-hmm. listen to the Pusha T album. Right. Because I wasn't ready to see right. like because when I did listen to like the Scoopity Doop joint, I was just like Kanye. <laughs> but even that sample, right? Get yourself up on your feet. Yeah. Like, dog, that made me mad. <laughs> That pissed me off, bro. Like, because Def Jam was really pushing it. And I was like, oh. When I heard it, I was like, yo, Kanye came back. I was like, oh, my. And then I heard the Scoopy T. I was like. Mm. But it just, I mean, but again, like, you said something key. The label pushed it. What's going to make mm. the money, right? It ain't about art for some people. Right. It's about the money. Right. Different conversation, different time. Right. But, no, I'm just like, when you look at Kanye's genius. So, I mean, even when. So as we talked about, we talked about like Jesus. We're going to talk about Jesus King, right. things surrounding Jesus King. It was this is where I, this is where I will really applaud it. Yeah. And I'm not a forerunner, mm-hmm. but you're going to hear me when I say this. Mm-hmm. I've been talking to you for years about stuff, mm-hmm. and we've also watched forerunners in the Christian hip hop realm. They have been kind of pushing this envelope for a minute, mm-hmm. but it finally got the recognition that it deserved. Mm-hmm. Production mm-hmm. with rappers with like rapping with no drums, mm-hmm. um, just vocalists as like the rhythmic percussion mm-hmm. aspect in the back, um, in the in the background, or right. or like the background becoming the foreground in the song, and then the main artist actually becoming the background of the song. Mm-hmm. Like that's all mm-hmm. through Jesus is King, mm-hmm. um, like. You have like everything you need. Like that's like you have everything you need. Like that's the that's like that's the guts. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. the, that's like the guts of the song. Right. Um, and then Kanye is more like the background. He's more like the synth in the back. Mm-hmm. So you got to give him props about that. Um, again, Jesus is King is not going to be for everybody. Right. Right. And it don't got to be. Right. Because there's a lot of Christian albums. I remember like, and I'll say this. I can say this publicly because it's no diss. Because like. I got mad respect for him as a rapper, but I didn't really start liking Andy Mino's music mm-hmm. from Saturday morning cartoons mm-hmm. until he came out with like the Arrow EP and 
what was the other one? Arrow. Sword and Arrow. Sword and Arrow, mm-hmm. and then Work in Progress. Uh-huh. Like, that's what I was like, okay, this is the Andy Mino that you that like. I've been looking for. Right. Because when he was Sea Light, mm-hmm. when he went by Sea Light, he was like, it was like, oh, who is this? You introduced me to him mm-hmm. on the uh, Bear Fruit mixtape. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it was just like, okay. And so it's like, it kind of goes back. Like, I feel like for me, this is not my favorite artistically, Kanye. Mm-hmm. I, I College dropout to 808s is probably my favorite Kanye. I wasn't ready for uh, uh, my my Twisted Dark Fantasy. I wasn't really ready for it. Although it got some bangers on it. I love that album, bro. I haven't listened to the whole thing. Yeah. Cover kind of threw me off. Uh-huh. You feel me? Right. So I was just like, again, cover right. art is important to me. Right. Um, And then what was between that? 808s, my Twisted. And then what was after that? So he had a college dropout, late registration, graduation, 808s, heartbreak, um, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. I think he had to watch the throne, a cool summer. Okay, I w- the Yeezus. Yeah, yay. I kind of was fluctuating with those yeah. albums because yay, of just now this. where he was at, and then um, and then a life of Pablo. Life of Pablo. I like life of Pablo. I'm gonna be honest. Life of Pablo has some. Had joints, some, but again, about that it's just a lot that came with that, like lots, lot, yeah, a lot, a lot, yeah, it's a lot, a lot, a lot. So yeah, mm. I mean, so I just want to start. I want to start this off like I appreciate someone as as a as a artist because it's a thing, man. I'm gonna say this. It's gonna be dangerous what I say. Right. It's gonna be dangerous what I say. <laughs> right. Right. And I'm gonna walk away from this podcast like, <laughs> bro, like, did you really say this? Right. And this has been a this has a, been a battle in the Christian hip hop community for the longest. Uh-huh. If I'm a chef mm-hmm. and I claim to be a Christian, do I just pay attention to Christian chefs, or do I study with the best? Uh-huh. Right. As a producer, mm-hmm. and as a artist, right. Do I just listen to high level Christian artists, or do I learn from the best? Right. Kanye is one of the best. I don't have to agree with everything he, but man, trust and believe when a Kanye track, going back to this, Through the Wire. Yeah. To me, this is how I know that Through the Wire, and I know I don't want to stay here because this is not the main subject of mm-hmm. Dissect Through the Wire. This is how I know Through the Wire was a classic. I just watched somebody redo Through the Wire as a tutorial. Mm-hmm. That joint is, that joint came out when I was like 17. Right. Still relevant today. Right. So that means that the things that Kanye is able to do, um, is able to do for the last 15, 16 years mm-hmm. of his artistry, he's a relevant artist. I mean, no, he's one of the greatest artists, total package. Yeah. Ever. That's a fact. One of the greatest um, hip hop producers, but producers of all time, because he didn't touch so many genres like. Like the Rihanna Paul McCartney joint? Yeah. Um, the Alicia Keys, You Don't Know My Name, <sighs> the stuff he did for John Legend. Like, he is one of the greatest hip-hop producers or pro- music producers ever. Um, how you rank them, that's that's on you. I don't really get into the list thing. Right. Um, that's smart. Yeah. He's, I would say this. He's a top three. Um, I would say he's a top three hip-hop influencers of all time. Who would be your other two? Tupac. Uh-huh. You could say Jay. Those are the three people that has their handprint on this culture like none other. I would give so if I would add five, two more to that, uh-huh. and again one stay on the topic, I add Dre to that. Who? Dr. Dre. Yeah. I I'll add Dr. Dre to that that list. 
And I would even add, surprisingly, I would add Missy Elliott. Yeah. Influencers. I'm talking about like somebody like, like what Allen Iverson was to the NBA. Kanye is one of those type of people with hip hop. I mean, like from the moment he came in, everybody wanted to dress like him. Very true. Bringing in the retro J's. Bringing in the sound he brought, like the whole complete package of his artistry. Oh, easy. We probably never seen nothing like that because Jay Z didn't even present his art. Jay Z changed. Jay Z changed the way he presented his art after Kanye came into the Rockefeller camp. It's like that cool little brother, right? Because Kanye was more concerned. He wasn't just concerned about producing, rapping. He was like, no, the artwork got to be dope. My music videos got to be dope. How I look. Everything is a story. Yeah. Everything is a part of the story that I'm presenting to you, and it matters to me. So he made, I believe, like, after he came out, everybody looked away. They packaged themselves much different. Oh, yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, he put that imprint on the game. Like, yo, when I wear kicks, kicks is going to mean something. I'm pulling out the retro J's because it means something. I think people forget, though, that Kanye has, like... His degree or graduated from an art school. Yeah. Like, he's a painter. Yeah, he's an artist, bro. Like, like art, like, artiste. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, it's just like. Yeah, the way he was looking at, album, like I said, album covers, like, everything. Which goes into my review for Jesus is King. Sure, sir. We will get to that. Um, but, no, Kanye's stamp on music history is undeniable. We yes. will never have another Kanye West. There is nobody even close to a Kanye West. And for that, we have to give that man his ultimate respect. I was telling my lady, the thing about the beautiful and the scary thing about Kanye West is this. Um, whatever he say he's going to do, he does. you better believe he's going to do it. So that's that's a great thing, you know what I mean? And then like um I never forget a conversation I had with a homie years ago, and this is around the time my beautiful dark twisted fantasy was coming out. Yeah. I would never forget this conversation. And we were just talking about hip hop. And then he was like, Man, who's the realest rapper? He was like, Man, who mm. who, who was the realest rapper? Um, um, in the game right now. And I was like, Cool, you know, I was naming artists, and he was like, Nah, it's Kanye. And I was like, what? <laughs> and I know who you're talking about. Yeah, and I was like, yeah. Kanye. And uh, he was like, it's Kanye. And I was like, why? He was like, I was like, why you say that? I think I was saying that to him. I was like, oh, it's probably Jay-Z, you know, Nas. I was naming, you know, people. Like, lyricists. Lyrical, lyrical, lyrical legends, yeah. yeah. And he was like, no, 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 it's Kanye. And I was like, why? He was like, he could dress the way he wanted to dress. He could say what he wanted to say. and He could switch the sound and switch the culture and do it and not even care what anybody say about it. And I was like, and then I never forgot that conversation. He was like, think about it. He changes the way he dresses each and every album. Each and every album has a different sound. He's always light years ahead of everybody. Like, and he say what he wants to say. Whether you like it or not, he going to say what he want to say and stand by it. He was like, nobody else in the game is doing that. And I was just like, hmm. And now when I think about what he's doing now, I was like, that was probably the realest statement. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, I mean, because he, he's not a DMX. He's not a Tupac. Right. But I understand what he was saying was he was like, he has a vision. Yeah. And his vision is true to him, but he makes you believe that that vision is like, is, is you could connect to it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah. So, 
we get to the Jesus is King. Yeah. So like I was saying earlier, like I didn't want to go to the Kanye Sunday service until I heard out of his mouth, you know, what it was, you know, what Jesus was to him. You know, we heard a lot of things. So we didn't really know where he stood at on a lot of things. We just heard people kind of vouch like, oh, this is real. This is real. And um, so before we even get to that, like he released the movie. I didn't see the movie. I wanted to see the movie. Oh, that was frustrating. Yeah. I wanted to see the movie. Uh, we might be able to still see it. It's still in theaters. So you might have to connect and make that yeah, happen. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's make it I was trying to see the Yeah, I was trying to see the movie, and I think I'm, I'm still going to see the movie. Um, people tell me, like, oh, you got to see the movie. Um, um, but leading up to everything, because I want to make sure we talk about it as it was coming. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> it was coming so fast. So fast. And it was switching so many times. It was yeah. kind of like, whoa. So, like, okay, like I said, when we left off at, he, was, he did the HBCU homecoming, and that wasn't received well. On various layers. There's too many layers to this dude. It's so many layers, and that's why I said, ladies and gentlemen, it's gonna be a long podcast. And we're gonna try to do our best to like chop it and make it Yeah. You know, digestible. Yeah. But it's a lot of layers. The that that time it was the HBCU and he said a lot of things. You know, he was talking about how um he had his he talked about his political views. He was talking about how people would call him a coon mm-hmm. because, you know, he he chose to vote for Donald Trump. Um he was just talking about how basically um, they're trying to control us. You know what I mean? Like, you know, this whole this whole free thinker mentality that he has. And he was saying, like, you know, if they try to stand it, throw a net, black people are stand in the same spot. Um, a lot of things. Now, mind you, before that, he had went to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Pastor Jamal Bryant's church at this time. Mm-hmm. He had uh, went to Utah. Mm-hmm. For the Mormons, and he had did his thing. He did another political speech there, which people was very upset about. And they were like, "Nah, he ain't gonna take that to no black folks." Well, he did it at the HBCU, and it was just a lot of stuff happening. Bro, that clip when he said something and his guitar player had to keep his <laughs> yeah, face. He didn't look, and that's the thing I wanted to talk about. So let's talk about that. Like, so this is the thing about the Kanye thing that's just so interesting to me. And this is why I said, like, a lot of people made definite comments and they didn't know anything yeah so then you just see Kanye start popping up at churches and then at first he wasn't saying nothing and then all of a sudden he starts speaking and then it became evident like oh okay <laughs> this, is, this is this is still a, this is still challenging this is still different yeah so uh when it came to the comment okay I'm gonna be honest this is just Raynell speaking and this is just how I've been I don't care about his political stance because I don't take Kanye serious when it comes to talking about political stuff. I just don't. Because I feel like, man, I, I've been telling Jeff this. I know for a fact, yo, like y'all can believe this if you want, especially black people. It's a lot of people that you like and you rock with that rock with Donald Trump. They just don't say nothing. They just vote. They just give secretly. They just fund the movement a little secretly. I'm telling you, Kanye ain't speaking like this because he around people that is totally, everybody here around is totally opposed to his Right. There's people there who are really down with Donald Trump. I'm telling you what I know. That y'all just don't know that you like, that you are fans of, that are probably hmm, (laughs) championing what he's doing. So I'm just saying, like, don't just look at Kanye and Candace Owens like 
it's others. It's others. I'm just saying it's others. So. Yeah, no, you're right. Keep on talking. I'm sorry. So I just don't, I don't really even like allow that to affect me. I don't like the way that he's being so public about a lot of stuff. I just feel like there's a lot of stuff that people do publicly that just don't need to be done publicly. That's just me. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's just me. But I don't really allow that to be like my determining factor of whether I like somebody or not. Like, I'm kind of past that with Kanye so I don't and because I think Kanye even said he doesn't vote so like I can't even take what you saying into account what yeah like bro I can't take what you say serious about political statements because you don't vote now all of a sudden you're gonna vote now because you want to run for president then that's on you but like I need to see some consistency in this area before I even take what you say I'm politically serious so in my personal opinion when it comes to his political stance being a free thinker doesn't necessarily mean you have to be a conservative right being a free thinker and speaking against hip-hop culture because it hurts you doesn't mean that you're a free thinker i just want to keep that all the way 100 and i find a lot of people from the moment he said slavery was a choice to now a lot of people jumped on that free thinker train i'm a free thinker just like kanye i agree with everything he's saying okay that's cool but being a free thinker means that you think for yourself. You don't need Kanye to tell you how to think. You just do what you feel is right. Like me, I'm an independent. Yeah. So that means I can vote whatever way I want to vote. I mean, it is just, I don't really take the political yeah. stuff. That's just political stuff. I sometimes, I think it puts you, I think it puts you in a box, man. Like it, but, could, put you, it, could, put, it could just put anybody in a box. You know yeah. I mean? so, um, you just have to really be careful. I think, man, like, um, from from what I've done, from what I've done, uh, the research that I've done, because I remember when I first, I think I sent you, I was like, bro, what is this? Mm. The, like with like the, the, the pre-Sunday services, before I think it was even called a Sunday service. Um, and I think we talked about it a little bit. So my, I, I had slight concern, mm-hmm. had slight concern with the beginning of Sunday services, not because not because of like people gathering around on a Sunday mm-hmm. to sing songs in lieu as a church service. Right. I was more concerned on the the fact of how many people have been hurt yeah. by church experiences mm-hmm. that made them say like, this is the best thing that has ever happened to me since I grew up in church. Right. Which scared me on both sides. Number one, it says, what are we not doing right. for those that are, are, are true believers? Right. What are we not doing right? Um, and two, second thing is, what are other people running from? Right. So I have those battles, right? Um, so let me just be a little transparent, right? Uh, like, watching some of the Kanye stuff is like, one thing that, no. Seeing the, let me start here. Seeing the, the outlandish, uh, like, the, like just the speeches and stuff like that. It still doesn't surprise me because Kanye is still going to be Kanye. Yeah, absolutely. And we all have to be redeemed in the blood. Like, I'm glad that you told me to watch the interview that he did with Big Boy. Mm-hmm. And this was my thing. I struggled with the interview, not because he didn't say stuff like that made sense. I just didn't feel like he was really answering the questions. Mm-hmm. I feel like, I felt like listening to Kanye, um, listening to Kanye in his, in his interview, like he's like, 
he big boy would ask him a question. He's like, I hear what it was almost like. I hear what you're saying, but I really want to say this. Mm-hmm. I hear what you're saying, but I really want to say this. Mm-hmm. And I want you guys to think. Is it about, like he was trying to hit talking points for sure? Yeah, like I want you guys. I want you guys to think about this right. because this is the reason. But because this is the reason why it's like, it's like you asking me like, Yo, Jeff, like, what's your favorite Jays, bruh? I just don't rock Adidas because of right, <laughs> right. Because yeah, because. I'm not. I don't want to be the next run. Right. I want to be the first J. Yeah. You know, because I have to be the first J. Like, man, I have to let my second grade teacher know. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. yo, Kanye. Like, then we just yeah. answer yeah. the question, <laughs> right. bro. Right. And that okay. That, and that's the thing about the Zane Lowe interview I liked is like, he kind of challenged him. Like he was he was trying his best to control that interview mm. and not let him just go off a tangent. So he would like he would ask him like a backup question to try to steer him back onto yeah. the original question. So he kind of challenged a lot of his thoughts and was like, because it was, it seemed, I like, feel like big boy was kind of like letting him just rant. Yeah. Like big, cause big boy, you, I was listening to it. I wasn't watching the car cause I was driving, but I was right. listening to it, but it just sounded like big boys like, yo, like, yeah, he was trying his best to like, yeah. yeah and it's just like, so I feel like Kanye is going to be Kanye. It kind of goes back to, I'm glad I opened up this segment with, I respect Kanye as an artist and a, as a producer. And I even, to be honest with you, I respect him as a free thinker. Right. The reason why I respect him as a free thinker. He's and, always and been a free thinker. Always been the free thinker. But yes. I'm, this, even this version yeah. of free. I would even say even in his free thinking, it was slightly controlled. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it was like, he was. it was almost like, I feel like college dropout through graduation, Kanye, 808. kind of like, I'm a free thinker, but I got to stick to this mold yeah. in order for yeah. this he's Kanye. Still trying to be a little bit. He's still trying to be industry. This Kanye is straight Steve Jobs, bro. Yeah. From the way that he dresses, <laughs> yeah. the way that, yeah, yeah, the way that he he's talking, and right. I even respect it because I think there's, I think there with anybody, and me, we have talked about this on multiple occasions. I think that there is a beauty in anybody that really decides that, like, hey, I'm just going to be myself, and regardless of who is down with it, right. Whoever's down with it or who's not down with it, I can't control how they feel about that. I respect that 100%. Right. I think the issue that I'm, I think some of the struggle I had in some of the interviews and even some of the stuff that I heard, almost kind of like, I'm split. Let me, I'll say it like that. I'm split. Because part of it makes me feel like, hey, I don't care what anybody says because I'm a child of God. Amen. God bless you, Kanye. Right. Right. God bless you, Kanye. Good job, Kanye. Keep on. Keep on being solid in your identity, Kanye. Right. Good job. But there's a par- possibility. There's a part of me sometimes that even when I heard him talk, that says like, "This is who I am. This is who I am. Uh, I don't care what anybody thinks about it. But hey, I still need you guys to respect it. I still need you guys to validate it." Mm-hmm. Sometimes I I also heard that. Whatever way that that goes, you know what I mean. That's- but we don't have to. We don't have to. We don't have but, to. But you see what I'm yes. saying? Yes. No, like, I agree with you. You, you know, yeah. like so it's kind of like that thing of like, okay, Kanye, like we we get it. Yeah. Right. There's another part, like, and then so so walking to this Jesus King, I listened to the album and I, I I've had again a lot of this is like I feel split in between, because yeah, this is Kanye. Yeah. And when everybody likes Kanye. You want to like Kanye too, yeah. regardless yeah. if you don't like Kanye. Like he, got you, a, he got a cold follow, bro. So, so true story. I love my church, yeah. And I have the opportunity to play for the youth group. And yeah. what was blasting, right? What was blasting in in the youth group? The Kanye West album. And I literally felt myself like the music was played, yeah, right? And I right. felt myself bobbing my head, right? And I looked at my boy, and I had my boy laughing because I was like, we had a. 
in-depth conversation for almost 15 minutes where I had to be like, yo, bro, I forgot we got to rehearse. Like, right. let's, let's right. not take away. Right. And we looked at each other. I was like, I really don't want to like this album, yeah, dude. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I would look at him. I was like, I really don't want to like this album, but I was like, I'm starting to like it. Yeah. And I've listened to it, like, maybe twice. Yeah. And there's some songs where you're just like, oh, I don't want to like this album, but I'm I mean, liking but, I mean, it. But this is the reality, bro. Kanye is a master song maker. Like, like, he knows how to make songs. He knows how to make them catchy. He knows how to produce records. Yeah, so, so let me have my transparent moment. I'm going to be transparent. This is why I didn't want to like it. Yeah. That's why I didn't want to like it. And I wanted, and so let me actually, uh, let me actually rewind. So me and Raynell and our brother Chris, we fought hand and foot to try to get movies to go, uh, tickets to go see Jesus is King, the movie at the Great Western Forum. And when you talk about like. No, it was, yeah, you're right. The um, listening. Thing. The listening. Yeah. And when you talk about. People, you would have, man, bro, you would have thought that it was the Willy Wonka uh, golden ticket because there was, like, number one, we I logged in at 9.58, which yeah. was dumb of me. I should have logged in at, like, 9.30. Uh-huh. Logged in at 9.58. Bro, I was 2,000 people behind. Once I got in front of the line, every ticket was, like, it was like a like a like Black Friday, bro. Yeah. People just snatching TVs, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. And it was yeah. like, yo, I just I think by ten thirty, ten thirty five, I was just like, this yeah, is so not right. going to happen. Yeah, yeah, this is not going to happen. Yeah. Or no, it was because it was Wednesday night. Right. I was like, this is not going to happen. I just need to go to church tonight. Like right. that's what I just said. Like, right. bro, I just going to church. Right. And then so Ray hit me up on Saturday, I believe it was. And he was like, yo, uh, Jesus is King just came out that Friday, right? It came yeah. out of Friday. Uh-huh. And, bro, between Twitter and Instagram, I just found myself bubbling a little bit because it was just like I struggled. And so if I can be honest with you guys and I really had to pray about it, um, I struggled really hard because I felt like a lot of people, whether they're believers or non-believers and even people in my personal circles and sub circles and things of that nature, Man, they were raving about Kanye West, Jesus is King album. Like, it was like the greatest Christian hip-hop album to ever right. exist. Right. And it got me really mad. And y'all lying. I'm going to tell y'all straight out. Facts. It really, it really got me upset because I felt like... I got upset for a couple of reasons. I wish, especially for pioneers. And yes, not everybody has to like Lecrae. Not everybody has to like Andy Mineo. Not everybody has to like Swoop. Not everybody needs to like KB. Not everybody needs to like Social Club. Not everybody needs to like Christian Grey. When he was in his CHH realm, not everybody needs to like uh, no big deal or Spazzy Rocket or Spazzy or that's another conversation. I already know. I already know. Oh, bro, because I was yeah dual things on that Spazzy on that Xavier Omar situation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But it's just like I understand that not everybody is just like, (laughs) but I. Hey, y'all messing with some heads, man. We music heads. So y'all gonna, <laughs> hey, a lot of these y'all niggas are going to sneak past us. I'll tell you that right now. Like, so it just kind of, like, I found myself a little frustrated that, and again, it goes back to the, the conversation that we had we've, we had on, I think, the previous episode with, like, the whole idea of, like, why are individuals that have been going tooth and nail to bring quality music for the culture, uh-huh. especially when we're talking about individuals like like Truth and we're talking about um, man, the list goes on, man. Like Dre Murray, Alex Faith. You know what I mean? Again, like I feel like really strong writing. A uh, Courtney Orlando. I mean, the list can go on. Um, individuals who I think have really gone strong in the in the faith to bring mm-hmm. quality, quality, um, quality converse, like quality music in 
in the industry and they don't get the they're not getting the push and it can't be like and the conversation can't be like yo the music is corny because honestly man so if y'all know i talk about him all the time i met him once man i i i, I geeked out i ain't gonna even lie i met when i met swoop at the at the concert like mm-hmm. swoop is like a year or two older than me mm-hmm. he's not that much older than me but i was like man you're like i talked to him i was like man like you're really like just a hero bro like like you're just like a hero belief like i mean like we could talk about all these Ruslan, we can talk about all these front runners that right. I want to. I don't want to say they make Christianity cool because, like, I don't think anybody can really make Christianity cool. I think what makes it cool is when people decide to live their life for the Lord, but to be to be okay with who they are. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Be um, man, I even like man. I would even throw our band into the mix. Like, I think some of the things that we were doing, even at a, I won't say a lower scale, but at a at a third wave level, mm-hmm. was like man, pretty pretty dope yeah, you know what i mean right, like for right. what we were doing that's no and that's no gas that's just like i just believe that we were really used right it's just really like man like where is where molly music i mean the list can go on bruh, bro bro like the list can go like i mean i'm just so yeah. you kind of hear the passion mm-hmm. and i'm just like man like where was the love for all these dudes when they're proclaiming the name of jesus mm-hmm when they're when they're touchable, mm-hmm. like Lecrae's still touchable, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? You feel me? Mm-hmm. Like these guys are still these guys are still pretty touchable, right? And it's like, but like Jesus is King is like the greatest Christian hip hop album nah. to come out. Nah, like did anybody listen to Today We Rebel? Nah, come on. Like today we Today We Rebel became an Under Armour commercial, right? Like Lecrae's, uh, um, was it Oxygen? Bro, did he have an album called when, when Anomaly? The, Anomaly, that became that became uh, those those records became commercial. Derek Miner's music became commercial. Prop is prop has propaganda for the longest times has been operating in circles outside the Christian hip hop. Oh yeah, I mean the Christian hip hop realm. Right, man, propaganda was on the road with Gunger. Yeah. Yeah. This last tour before yeah. Gunger's last show, like, right. does anybody understand how historic that is? Right. Like, that is mad historic. Yeah, or I mean, but he was he was heavy in the underground music. He, if people want to be real, uh, propaganda helped produce a Karis One album, bruh. And I didn't legend. even know that. That's, that's, that's legendary. That's new facts for me. That's legendary. You know what I mean? And I'm just saying. So there's just these lists. There's these Murs. Murs, bruh, and I, I mean, like, let's Pro- even proper Murs. I'm just let, saying, like, let's even talk about cats that we know, and I'm just gonna throw at least one name out there. I'm gonna throw out two, uh, Gil Gatsby, right? Yeah. Gil Gatsby has been on Sway in the Morning, right? Like, he has done dice stuff. I look at my boy Hop, like, I'm just mm-hmm. has done really dope stuff, has been in these circles, and has been pushing forth the name of Jesus has been pushing forth godly lifestyle for the longest. And it's just like, okay, but somebody will push back and say that, yes, these people have done these things, but it hasn't been to the highest quality of like a Kanye West Kemper bring. I would say yes, uh-huh. because think about it. Triple E's right between two, both two worlds. What hip hop album before Triple E's album was, was putting live streams on a, on a project. When did that come out? But see, this is the thing, though. I think a lot of people would feel like Kanye, if, although um, although it might not be the best. Keep it coming, bro. Keep it coming. Yeah, I'm just saying, although these things, because I've just been hearing this, I just want to like no. throw these out. I just think that people feel like 
um, a lot of stuff that is probably the best Kanye influence. Yeah, I bruh. I think his sound influenced a lot of stuff, even a lot of stuff in CHH. They didn't listen to Sunshine. You know what I mean? They didn't listen to Sunshine. But then well, would you say that um, Swoop is like, Swoop is, is heavily influenced by Kanye? I think Swoop is heavily influenced by Kanye, but Kanye had to be influenced by somebody else. Mm, that's good. That's good. Number one. Yeah. But also, when we heard it, Swoop himself, he broke down all of his albums and what were the influences behind right. it. And one of Kanye's greatest albums, I mean, one of Swoop's best albums wasn't even influenced by Kanye. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The one that he didn't like the most was influenced right. by Kanye. Right. So that, number one, that that says one thing. Right. If you listen to Sunshine, Sunshine was a banger yeah. from yeah. top to bottom. Not only that, and I, I'm... And I'm not trying to compare because yeah. Swoop told us not to. Right. <laughs> Swoop right. told us not to. Right. But, bruh, like, you're talking, like, yeah, Kanye's a master chopper. Yeah. Does Kanye play keys? Right. Right. No. Does Kanye write his own stuff? Yeah. Okay. No. For I hear what you're saying. I hear. You feel me? Yeah. And it goes back to that conversation I've had for the longest with you. I was like, I put, I put a couple of our pioneer Christian hip-hop rappers versus anybody. Right. I put him. Andy Mineo has been on Sway in the Morning multiple right, times, right. and that is—he's yeah, a producer too. People forget that he produces a lot of music. You know what I mean? So I just think like I just—it's it, it, not even, bro. Like honestly, genuinely, it's not even so much about like high level art. I think it's just like, man, you can't you can't call something bad until you invest in it. And my question is, how many times have people really invested? Well, they not because I mean. The reality of it is, as much as people don't want to admit this, a lot of people are just. I mean, Kanye is the name. No, Kanye. No, and I get that. Let you me. Know, he's the name. And let me add this. I remember I was was watching the 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 Truth DVD, and he talked about how uh, pastors and leaders a long time ago used to throw their records away. Right. Like this is blasphemous. Right. And it's like we don't take care of our legends. Like. We don't like that's the issue I have, yeah. and and my thing is like, and so that was my issue, like that was my my ultimate struggle was like. Okay, let me ask you this then. Let's just get straight to it. So let's be real. Did you like Jesus is King? How would you? How would? What is your review on Jesus is King? I think Jesus is King is necessary for what it needs to be. Okay, is it good? Is it bad? Is it's it not DC? a bad album. Is it whack? Like is it's, it classic? It's, it's not a classic. Okay, I think is it, it great. Is, I think so listen, let's, let's, let me give you the scale. Give me the scale. Is it whack, decent, good, great, classic? It is in between good and decent. <laughs> okay, okay. Because, so, some of like the... So that's five. That's like five mics, yeah. So, so did, you give it two and a half stars. Give it three. You give it three. Okay, so it was good. It was good. Okay. Um... goes back to what I'm saying. If we're going to talk, if we're talking, so this is the thing. So this is, I'm going to retract and I'm going to go for it. Mm. I don't want to, I don't want to push Kanye salvation into this record. Oh, no, no, no. I'm talking about pure music. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But that's the, been the struggle. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yes. You feel me? That's yes. been the struggle. We've and people been, is, because a lot of people. We're blending his salvation yes, with the yes, quality of the yes. record. And that made it very difficult to like even enjoy the album. Yeah. We could talk about his. I don't want to even talk about it. 
this is my thing. I'm going to just talk about his salvation this way. If he has really turned his life around for Christ, right. and it goes back to this swoop record. It, it goes back to the, the swoop response. I didn't listen to Ruslan's. No, I did listen to Ruslan's. I didn't understand it completely. I'm going to be honest. I didn't like it. And I forgot somebody else came up with a response. Did anybody else come up with it? A major response. Hey, y'all got to cut that out. But that freestyle right that you sent me, bro, that wasn't even right, bro. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's this dude on YouTube who did something to uh, follow God. And we was looking like, nah, bro. Nah. Nah, bro. Just, hey, you don't record rapper. that. You just keep that between you and the homies. You know what I'm saying? You don't throw that on YouTube. He, he was excited, too. Right. He was hyped. A lot of people hype right now, bro. A They're lot like, of people Yo, hyped. Kanye did it? Yeah. Nah. Nah, right. Nah, but... Right. um. Not so that was like I think that's been the struggle because everybody I think people are trying to root for him and it's like let's root for him and then let's big up his album yeah because it's the best thing from like my favorite preachers to like my favorite like some like yeah. good friends that I grew up with and I'm just right. like no it's it's a good album but it's not it ain't today we rebel right it ain't between both worlds right. it ain't sunshine it ain't it ain't even the we live as kings joint mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you got Fred Hammond and guess Fred Hammond is a a monster and we got in a conversation. With some of our brethren, and it was so funny because one of the homies jumped into, like, because he don't got an iPhone, he jumped into the conversation later, and we had already dove into to with, with one of our right. brethren. Right, And it was like, man, we don't even respect Kirk, but, yo, Kirk, people mm. forget that Kirk produced Christian Gray's School of Roses 2. Mm. Mm. Wait, what? that was School of Roses 2 that, when he was under Kirk, right? You're talking about The Glory. The Glory the album. Glory album, yeah. School of Roses. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the Glory album, like, that was Kirk production. Right. That was Kirk's stamp, because that was under Kirk. So it was like, we don't respect Kirk's, mm-hmm. like, his legacy. Stamp on hip-hop. His legacy. You know what I mean? So, like, um, so you say it's good. It's good. Like, it's good. Like, there's some stuff Any that- Any standouts for you? I like let's I, let's go through this let's go through that like let's look at the standout. So for me personally well, for you, yeah, you say I like everything we need. I'll be I'll be real. The song that brought the most nostalgia uh-huh. because I'm weird musically. Although I like mainstream stuff, I just like chances. It was actually God is. And that's probably uh, like uh-huh. this is the thing. I, I chuckle when I hear Kanye sing. Mm-hmm. Cause he's so he's so happy, uh-huh. and he be feeling it, like, right. like the runs and everything. And I'm like, right. no, Kanye. Right. But it's good for you, Kanye. Right. But God is was more nostalgia because I grew up on that song. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like the fact that I like clothes on Sunday, mm-hmm. but like it's catchy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's follow God the yeah follow. That's hard. That's now follow God. That's hard. That goes in. That's hard. Um, and I yeah, I think like not really so much thing. I think everything water is cool. I know a lot of people like water. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people like Sela. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean like it's a good album. Mm-hmm. It's like it's one of those albums like that I would listen to if I need to take like a fifteen minute drive to like the market. Right. Just like let me put something on. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But for me, I just struggle. Like I struggle musically with people acclaiming this because it was Kanye that it was the greatest Christian hip hop. Mm-hmm. Like if we let's up let's separate the salvation. Because that means people people didn't give this much love to uh old boy when he uh, left Drew Hill to do a gospel album. Mm-hmm. We forget about that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're learning our lesson with R. Kelly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean 
How many people have some, Mary J. Blige sung on a gospel record? Mm-hmm. Bono sung on a gospel record. Mm-hmm. Like, man, like I think what it is is people is just loving the the conversion, the 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 public self, the the public proclaiming that this is Jesus. I'm renouncing everything I did before. It's Jesus, Jesus only from this point forward. He saved me. People, Christians love that, bro. You I know that. But then it goes back to this conversation. That I had, then why? Then we got a lot of people that we apologize to. Absolutely, but they won't. But that's my thing. They don't want to talk about it because, bro, we, me included, and I'll go back to my transparency moment. Like we've stoned some people, yeah, that are really trying to live this life and are battling between the idea of career and salvation, right? Like hardcore. <laughs> yeah. Hard. We've watched somebody get stoned in front of our face mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. at an event in front of thousands of people. That the clip is on YouTube. We were there in the corner before we had to leave. Mm-hmm. You know exactly what I'm talking about. The whole Devon Franklin and Megan Good situation. Mm-hmm. Bro, she been fine. Like, and I know, like, yeah. And it could sound so weird for a dude to be like defending Megan Good right. because she is a beautiful woman. Don't yeah, get we me wrong, there, right? But, bro, like we. We've stoned, we've stoned her. Yeah, we did. <laughs> right, we have. Bruh, in her transition. But see, it goes back to what I was telling you, bro. Like, what I'm starting to realize is that people don't know the difference between church culture and the body of Christ. Oh, say that one more time for the people in the back. There's a difference between church culture and the body of Christ. And because we, a lot of people don't know the difference, they blur the lines, and then you start using... You're, the rules you create for church culture, you try to push it as if that's the body of Christ, and those are two different things. Yo, fam, like that is that is so necessary. So let let's be transparent. So you sent me, you posted on your Instagram story the swoop the, the swoop uh, the swoop uh, response, mm-hmm. and bro, when I tell you, I was I was beautifully convicted uh-huh. because I found myself getting upset about the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. I found myself getting hyped about the about the wrong thing. Right. Found myself. You, you felt like you were, you had to defend something that you've been a fan of and been that walking, I, that's been walking with you and your walk for so long. The influence has been so yeah. strong, right. bro. Like, and so when and again, we I named off multiple records that are not gospel records, and we talk about stuff that I love that is not gospel records. Yeah. Um. But we. And I've probably done that for a couple of like artists where I'm just like, I don't know. You know what I mean? And I hate right. to admit that. Right. Because even we've seen even in the church realm where we've been like, I don't know. Yeah. You feel me? Right. And it's just kinda like that thing. <laughs> it's right. that thing of like for me, it was just like I just kinda had to get to a place like, man, God, if he's saved. And I won't lie, bro. I've watched a couple of Kanye interviews, like the James Corden interview, bro. I was actually I felt myself slightly like I felt myself being moved. Yeah. By by his discussion about, but besides the, the Chris Humphreys comment, right, right. What was your first reaction when you saw that? I was kind of shocked about it. I was like, "Dang, why you got to throw his name out there?" Bro, like that? that was. But I mean, it's clear. It's he, yeah. So this is my thing. Like, I, I it's clear. one thing. This is what I what I came from came came about. Number one, Kanye is in a major transition for his life, regardless of how we want to look at it. Mm-hmm. Two, I believe. Two, I do believe. I do believe that um, he is going I, I, I believe that something has 
has has grabbed his heart. Mm-hmm. I believe it. Mm-hmm. Um, whatever that looks like is my job now to pray for him. It is my job. It's not even my job to pray for him. When he hits my heart, I should pray for him. But I have a lot of family that I need to pray for. <laughs> right. I have a lot of friends I need to pray for. But you're just saying I will keep him in prayer. Oh, easy. And yeah. I think number three, like, I need to keep a watch on my salvation. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> I'm not the salvation police. And right. I think a lot of people, what's the issue is, especially with our social media driven world, everybody's trying to be the dictator of a lot of people. I won't say everybody, but a lot of people, I feel like, man, we don't need a, we don't need a, I don't know if we need another video response about Kanye West. We don't, bro. I'm getting tired of him, bro. I don't think we need a, I don't know if we need another Instagram story. The issue is, bro, when he comes out with that Jesus is Born album, I believe that's going to be fired because if it's a Sunday service album with the choir, hmm. yo, if he just, he he just need to do some gospel, some Christmas remakes. Bro, that'd be the greatest Christmas album. I will say that. Yeah, that'd be they'd probably movie. be on that Kirk. If he hit the Kirk and family, I would be like, look. Or that P.J. Morton Christmas. Because that P.J. Morton Christmas was hard. Yeah. But I'm I just forgot like, how to get that on vinyl. I'm glad you said that. Yeah, get that. Yeah, I got to get that on vinyl. Yeah, okay. get that. Have yeah. a little housewarming. Yeah. You know, you know just have a little. Cut, yeah, yeah, you know what yeah, what yeah. But um, we digress. But <laughs> but it, it's just like, I think, I think we need to, because this is the thing, people. A lot of people don't know, like Lamar Odom just got saved. Mm-hmm. But this is, oh, oh, oh. bruh, and this is the crazy thing, like oh, man. two Kardashians got just got saved. He's not a Kardashian no more. I mean, he's not a Kardashian, but he came from that. He beat him up from that that circle, that circle of influence. Nah, you know I don't want to say that, man. Lamar Odom was his own man. No, I feel that, but you I'm just saying, saying, like but from yeah. But you know what I'm saying? I mean, it's just. It's just really interessante. And man, God bless the Kardashians in the same breath. You know what I mean? Like, okay, but see, it's a lot of things you got to discuss. Layers, bro. No, there it's, is layers. layers. There, there so, okay, are, so you're saying that you're giving it a three out of five? Yeah. It gets a 60%. Easy. It's 60%. All right. I, okay. All right. What do you give it? A two. I'm going to say it's a decent album. That's just me praying. And I've listened to it multiple times. I've sat with it. And I want it to be real. Like, I was just like, you know what? Like, and you know me, I didn't even want to really make a comment after mm-hmm. after I went to the Sunday service and everything. Because I was just like, man, people just, to me, this is just Ray Nell speaking. I just felt like people was doing too much, bro. Uh, like, people was just jumping and making videos, comments, endorsing. Like, oh, it's a refreshing album. Yeah. It was just a lot of stuff. And I was just like, I didn't agree with it. And I'm not the, what I'm learning about myself, man, <laughs> like, I used to play around with this when I was younger. I was like, you know, I'm a contrarian. But I think I really am, bro. Like, it's certain things that I just don't yeah. be so quick to jump on. You know what I mean? So it's like, and it's, I never took it as Kanye had to, like, prove to me anything because I've always told people this about the about his salvation. Like, that's none of my business. That's literally between him and the Lord. Yeah. Like, seriously, like, I would, I would be insulted if anybody came up to me and told me, you say, prove it to me. Oh, easy. I'm like, like, bro, who are you to tell me I have to prove anything to you? Like, but, bro, ain't that like, I mean, not to cut you off, but ain't, ain't that sometimes like, don't that feel like the life of, of, of a believer anyways? It is. It truly is. You know what I mean? No, it truly is, bro. So, with Kanye, I never really looked. It was a lot of things that people cared about that I didn't care about. I wanted to try to keep it my focus where I felt I needed to be at. You know what I mean? Now, that doesn't mean I didn't watch because it was a lot. I was watching. I was looking like, oh, 
Got to be careful. Got to be careful. And I and this is I want to say something about that. Like one thing that kind of like is scary to me about how church culture is not the body of Christ. Church culture is like, and we got to be real about this. Like, and I know people don't. A lot of people are trying to shy away from this notion I'm about to say, but. We have a history of like anybody that jumps up that's celebrity or a public figure or a notable person that jumps up and say that they love Jesus, bro. We'll give they on our special on TV and quick. You they giving them praise the Lord like it ain't nothing, bro. What up, Kurt? So I'm just saying, like, we will give, we will champion them. We're gonna throw them all over the place, put a mic on them, and we don't know nothing. We know absolutely nothing. That's because you know, it's say, saying that, bro, is crazy because for us, for as for believers, for people that leave, believe in Jesus Christ, like the Bible is not just an historic book. Right. It is. It is bylaws. It is, it is guidelines. It's life. It's life. For some people, the Bible is just a historic book. Yes. It is. They just like to use those cliche sayings. Eve. You feel what I'm saying? So it's like I don't really get impressed easily when people and it's not the question their salvation. It's just like, let me watch a little bit before I, before I start. And I don't even say endorse because I don't want to. I don't endorse people's salvation. It's just like before I start telling people like, yo, that person really is saved. Yeah, because you remember that one time, bro. Remember when we were at the at at the summit, mm-hmm. and uh, one of our uh, our in, one of the individuals that we were uh, that we were competing with, he jammed that actress up. Were you there? No. He jammed the actress up? In front of the, the panel. So she was a famous actress that did some movies that... Right, I remember now. And when you're saying that, it it just kind of brought me back to that moment because yeah. it's just like... Now, I don't know if that was the best place for him to ask right. those questions. Right. But he was like, so do you believe? Yeah. Like, do you believe in Jesus? Yeah. Yeah, and she was asking. She was at, answering very, yeah, very, very weird. Very weird. And I was like, we were like, Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. So I don't really get caught up in that because I feel like my personal. I, I believe that number one, I don't. Fo- I follow God and not man. Mm-hmm. So wherever He go, I'm not going. Wherever Kanye go, I'm not going. I'm going wherever God tells me to go. Yeah, bro. that's just the number one fact. Another thing too, I just believe that just from my relationship with the Lord, I believe like it's, it's a journey and mm-hmm. um, it's a journey and a process. And I feel like you have to allow people to mature in their walk and process their walk and, and just live with the Lord. And it's not going to look perfect. It's not going to look pretty. So I'm never That's looking, so good, I'm never looking so for good. perfection. Uh, I always tell people when I talk about my faith with them is that God is not looking for perfection. He's looking for somebody with a willing heart. If you have a willing heart and you believe that he is Lord of Lord, King of Kings, he died on the cross, rose, all of that, he could use you. Yeah, so that's I'm, good. I'm not really looking for perfection. What I am looking for is, are you going to stick it out? Mm. Are you going to stick it out when it gets when the when the when the publicity goes away, when the hoopla goes away? Are you going to really stick it out? Let me ask you this question, bro, since you're on that, since you're on this. um. What do you think, just in general, this is like, this is a stem off the conversation, but this is just a, 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 a biblical con- a biblical question. Mm-hmm. What is the difference between um, 
in your opinion, living a righteous life and living a perfect life? And how do you decipher the both? I think living a righteous life, I'll put it like this, living a perfect life because it doesn't exist other than Jesus, it doesn't exist. Mm. So I feel like if you're stri- if you're striving, and we all, and a lot of us go through this as believers, especially when we first start getting saved, or mm-hmm. we have those moments where we where we feel like God really made some way for us, yeah, yeah, and yeah, we yeah, start yeah, trying yeah. to be perfect, but then you're not really living because yeah, yeah, yeah. a part of a part of living and maturing is through some mistakes you make, is because those mistakes humble you and let you know, like, dang, I don't have it all figured out. Yeah. So I think living a righteous life is being conscious of of allowing the word of God to and the principles in there to become your your worldview. Yeah, because it was really interesting, man. Like, so I would and Kanye said it like twice. So this kind of shows me that he's very aware. Um, like he used some he used some profanity, right? Like twice. On his interview, he's like, "Oh, forgive me. Like that's gonna take points off my Christian scorecard." Um, how do we write um, two things? How do we, as believers, make sure that we don't fall in line in the Christian scorecard? And how do we also, as believers, ensure that we don't um, we don't create Christian scorecards for other believers? I think number one how you don't create Christian scorecard for others. You just have to remember your journey, your process. Mm. And that should always be in the forefront. Like, like I said, with the Kanye thing, I never, I never wanted to get into the judging thing because I was like, man, I know how it is for me. You know what I mean? I know how it is. Like, it's just a process, bro. Like you could be, dude, you could be so into everything about the Lord. And then something comes and knock you off. Yeah. Heartbreak. That I can say that for myself, a heartbreak, yeah, um, a disappointment. My father going into prison, yeah, uh, when I was growing up, being betrayal, um, just not getting a job. Like it could be the littlest things that you think you got figured out, and then when it hits you at it a certain point, hard. it hits you off, and then you start questioning and like, yeah. God, do you hear my prayers? Why aren't you showing up for me? I see other people's getting blessed. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So it's like. And I want to bleed into that, bro, because I think it's very important because even in the group text, like, it was just be real. Like, I think that one of the biggest que- questions that was going to happen with the Kardashians. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, one thing that hit me, even as you're talking, again, kind of being convicted, like, on a on a low-key level, is like, man, we don't know what's happening in the background for them. Yeah, not at all. And the fact is, like, there's a lot of people that have surrounded them that are solid believers. Right. You know what I mean? That we could see, you know, the hand of God is on their life. Right. Um, I think for me, man, like it was really interesting. That clip that appeared on E about Kanye talking to Kim about like her dress. Right. right? right. And so I think that most definitely spurned like a lot of conversations. Um, I think the biggest thing, like, I think I've, I think I sent it to you guys in group text. I think like one of the biggest things is, uh, is like, I think we just have to, you know, again, just that thing of praying for them. You know what I mean? Because this is going to be a transition for all. Well, I'm going to say something that I said in the last episode that we didn't post. I'll say it now because this is how God kind of convicted me. When this, I'm not a, I'm not a Kardashian fan. I'm just going to be honest. Like I don't like. I believe I believe that they brought a lot of negativity to the culture, especially for women. Um, because I just, it's just a lot of things with. 
outside of the Kanye situation that I just don't like that I see from them, how they maneuver in relationships, how they um, how they kind of promote their sexuality, their, 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 the way they look, body imaging. I just feel like that's a, is, that has done a lot of damage to our culture. Mm. Um, not even to American culture. I feel like it done a lot of damage. I, I think, you know, when you see women changing the way they look to look like a Kardashian yeah. who don't even like themselves enough to stay who they are. So they took surgery. You feel what I'm saying? Like, it's yeah. just a domino effect that I'm yeah. seeing that is like, oh, that's so damaging. So well, let's talk about that clip. Um, What I didn't like about that clip. So when I saw that clip, like, I'm, I'm like I told you, I'm one of those people. I'm not just going to take what I see. Yeah, 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 I'm yeah, going to yeah, go yeah. investigate. You know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? So I said, you know, I saw that clip and I was like, oh, okay. So I said, you know what? Let me go watch the episode. So I'm not a I'm not a Kardashian fan at all. Oh, but I was right. like, so I watched fast forward up to that point, and they cut a, a major part of that out. And uh, with the part that they cut out, which was interesting to me, um, the part they cut out was like, so before that clip, when he was, when Kim kind of went off on him and he walked out, he literally was. T- it was him, her, and two other people in the room. And so basically, the whole and the, and the context is important. The whole episode was about how they're preparing for the Met Gala. In the episode, Kim Kardashian was saying how one of her biggest dreams and goals was for her to get invited to the Met Gala. So the time she went before, she was never invited. She went as Kanye's plus one. Mm. So the first time she went, people didn't like her because they were like, what is she doing here? And she's telling you this. So she's narrating this episode in her interviews that she was like, people didn't like her there because they felt like she wasn't really involved in a fashion world. She wasn't a big enough celebrity to be there. So she got a lot of backlash for the first wow, time. Wow. Yeah. I didn't even know That's what that. I'm saying. Context is everything. That's why I was, I didn't like that clip after I saw this. So she was saying that she didn't get a lot of, she got a lot of backlash as Kanye's plus one because people in the, in the celebrity culture culture and world they didn't view her as one of them i didn't know that right wow which is interesting because of how huge she was back then and i'll it goes back to a question i always ask i wonder how celebrities view other celebrities because as we see there's levels in our coat in our but it's the same thing in their lives so i always wonder like they don't wonder how such and such look at them so that was it kind of gave you a, a bird's eye view into that so she says that so she said then the second time she went that um she went again as kanye's plus one so she said that when they when she met kanye and they got married kanye said i'm going to put you i'm going to make it to where they want you to come kanye said this so she's telling you this so she said kanye was like so they start really looking at fashion researching so kanye kind of helped mold her image because i remember those were those were uh there were some episodes and people were like didn't like that kanye was telling her how to like dress to quote-unquote dress yes so he was years was molding her image to the point where he was like, they're going to invite you. Watch. That's what they, they're going to invite you to come. You're going to be on the cover of Vogue. So that's something that Kanye and her discussed that they were working towards as a couple. What happened? Now, that's that's the backstory. This is explained on that episode. That's the context of it. Now, leading up to this point, the part they cut out was Kanye was talking to the people in the room, which she was in the room, and he was saying Exact words. Since I've been on my spiritual journey, I realized a lot of things and how I view things were damaging, especially the way I looked 
and desired women. It, de it became damaging not only to myself, but to my spirit. He said, now that I'm a, he said, now that I'm a man on this spiritual journey and a father of girls, I view women differently. He says, so before when I first got with Kim, I was, I just want my girl to be the hottest. This is what he's saying. I just want the, my girl to be the hottest in the game. I want her to outdress anybody and this look sexier and better than everybody. He said, now that I'm on this journey, I'm like, I don't want that anymore. He said, because now I'm thinking like, well, why do I want her to look hot for, for who? He's like, so when you want to wear that for who though, then right after that, he goes into his, well, the way you dress bothers me when you dress sexy like that it bothers me i'm telling you as your husband it bothers me so like i said he explained why he said that second part they just didn't show it so he was basically saying like look man as a saved man and now that i'm saved my views are changing which for any person is going to change and then as a father it's changing so what i thought i liked and what i didn't like it's changing now and then now i'm looking at you differently no, that's what she said but that was literally the day before the Matt gala so she was saying well you built me up to be this woman da, 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 this, and now you're telling me this dangerous part was she said like but you're on this spiritual journey but i'm not with you and that's what i was like or like was it like i'm not uh i'm not where you're at yet i'm not you're at she said but i'm not with you that's what she said like that's what she said so she i was said, i'm not with you yeah she said i'm not with you we could look it up so wow. that was dangerous now this is the thing about that now if you're looking and oh man this is so good i'm glad we're talking about this okay so i'm just going to tell you this so when i went to, uh recently kanye has been saying a lot of things in the interviews that i really liked and it, and it made a lot of them it, it would in those interviews i had a lot of assessments about him and sunday service early on that he kind of confirmed with his interviews um it confirmed it right because i was throwing stuff in the, in the in the group chat when we was talking i was like ah oh, this this look at this this you know i was just kind of some things that i felt with my spirit and they were confirmed with through his interviews now let's talk about the kanye thing when it comes to kim i'm glad you brought that up because it's something pointed out to me from when he was talking in the in the conversation he had with zane low and he revealed that he had a porn addiction Mm. He was being he was being delivered from a porn addiction. His exact words was, "I realize that every decision I've made is a result of me picking up that Playboy magazine when I was five years old." He Think said that he said that on a big boy situation too, and he said that he didn't realize that. Because of him picking up that that Playboy magazine, his porn he could develop a porn addiction and was literally controlling his life. Every decision he made, think about that statement. Every decision he made, could that be including picking your wife? Porn star? That's how she became famous. Are we going to talk about that? Or are we just going to let that slide? And I'm going to tell you why that came to my thing. When I went to my men's fellowship, um, one of the one of the things that they talked about was pornography. And my pastor broke down specifically how it plays on your mind, 
how like it dulls your senses senses it makes you desire things that are not real so you literally will start because you get so heavy in an addiction you literally start making decisions based on what you inserted into your mind on a continual basis so that start when he said those things and then i saw that clip i was looking like oh my then that what made me think how is this how is this situation with him and kim kardashian going to play out that is his wife he made a vow before the lord till death do us part yeah but my pastor always says something too which it just watching this stuff play out it's just like man this is gonna be this is layers to this situation layers my pastor says this all the time when it comes to relationships and i'm seeing it play out in my life but especially in this kanye thing that is it's, i just find it interesting my pastor says when you grow up in church whether you where he said whether you, when you grow up in church and you being raised under a christianity home right mm-hmm. no matter how long it's been since you walked away from the faith or you call yourself not going to church no more Bruh. he said once you get married and you start raising kids you default back to what you were being taught as a child your conservative views he said no matter how liberal you think you are about certain things once you become married and become a father, you automatically be like, nah, my daughter ain't gonna be doing that. Nah, my daughter ain't gonna be wearing short skirts. He said, it doesn't even matter. You used to be chasing short skirts. But as soon as you have a daughter, he said, instantly it switches back. You're like, nah, we're gonna do this as a family. You gonna do it. You automatically default back to what you was raised under. And we're seeing that play out in Kanye's life, live in action. I asked a question on the last episode that I didn't post and a lot of my assessments was true. Are the everybody that's champion Kanye, are you ready for when Bruce Jenner walks up into that church? Are you ready for when Kanye jump on the RNC trail for campaigning for Donald Trump? Can we just keep it all the way a buck? Bruh, this is like, this is like, this is lucid. This ain't even transparent. This this is, is, <laughs> let's keep it a buck. This is lucid. So there's a lot of things I see. Now, like I said, that kind of when I saw that Kim thing, I just thought about those those messages my pastor was saying. I was kind of like, oh my God. Like what he said is happening right before my eyes. I pray they make it as a couple. I really I think it'll be a great testimony. Yeah. And I mean, bro, like it kind of like because I remember in the group text, somebody asked, like, what does this mean for their marriage? And I was just like, I've sent that scripture, I believe in first Corinthians seven, mm-hmm. where it talks about that, uh, that if, if one of the spouses becomes, becomes renewed and born again, that it covers the household. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like right. the rest of the household, not saying that the other one doesn't have to get saved. Doesn't right. mean that's an automatic admins, admittance right. into heaven. Right. But it is, it is, there's a grace. There's most definitely grace. There. Right. Right. You know what I mean? And from what I'm hearing, when I read the article about the pastor, which we'll get into, um, they said the pastor said that Kanye is adamant about raising his children mm-hmm. under biblical principles. So, but then also in that big boy, inter- you know, in that Zane Lowe interview, it goes back to what he's saying that he's being renewed in the mind, which, which I, I, I would just say this. 
I don't know where Kanye is. If Kanye, I don't want to say if he is or not. I do honestly believe he had a genuine experience with the Lord. Oh, easy. I can see it. I definitely believe that. I mean, and I don't think Jesus, like, now I'll say this. I can say this in. in I, I'll be honest with you. I think he had a couple of experiences with the Lord along his journey that he probably ignored. And once he talks about him being in a hospital was when he truly was like, okay, Lord. Yeah. I'm done. I don't think Jesus walks was, I think Jesus walks was like, I think it's what a lot of black musicians and singers go through. Mm -hmm. Like I was raised in the church, but I'm not getting the love that I deemed in the church because sometimes whether it's ego or just a lack of support, but yo, let me jump into this realm. Yeah. Like, so I don't know how much we can speak on this. Like, we'll jump back into this, but it kind of goes back to some of that we brought back, brought up, like Xavier Omar, thought about him, who had an album that came out the same day as Jesus King. Yeah. How you like about think about that album? I love that album. I love it. You good to be, <laughs> Dobby. Hey, go check out that Xavier Omar. He a church boy. He got anointing on him when he sang too, R&B. But anyways. But um, remember how he said, like, man, the, he's like, I get love from both sides, but I don't get as much acceptance. Mm-hmm. From the church side. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So the whole Spazzy Rocket became like, what's going to be myself? Mm-hmm. I'm just going to write these dope songs, which are mad clean. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, and then look at where, look at all this stuff that he's been doing. Right. Him and Sango, they got it. Yeah. They got, they got it. I would say this too, though. I mean, like, if, if anybody's a real fan of Kanye's music, we'll realize that he didn't cuss on 808 to Heartbreak at all. Not at all. That's a clean album. He just talked about like a lot of depressing heart things. Like that's a tough album to listen to, boy, because you see that he was going through. That is a uh, that, that is a that is a melancholic album. That's emo to the tenth yeah. power. But <laughs> I love that album. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Um. Like what a great intro song. Yeah. I, I just I just say that like with the Kanye thing, especially with the Kim and Kim. Uh, I, I pray for that. And I was gonna say I was gonna say this. So. Before I was gonna say that guy really challenged me about the Kanye thing because one day I was praying for him, and that's another thing I'm gonna talk about too. I was praying for him, and I was already I, I prayed for him, and I said Amen, and then the Holy Spirit was like, "So you're not gonna pray for his wife?" Mm. He's like, "So you're not gonna pray for his family because, believe it or not, that's his support system. So you need to pray for them as well that they'll be able to was have enough uh, strength to go along with him on this journey, and that." They will be transformed as well, mm. and I was just like, mm. "Okay, Lord." So I, as I regularly pray for him, I include him and his wife, his family, and stuff like that. And that's what I, and, it, and that's just what I feel like has to be done because we know this, and this is this goes into my review of this album. Um, I think the album, the standout track for me was "Water." I find that joint to be amazing. Yeah. I like Follow God, and I like, um, I think everything is cool. I don't like Clothes on Sunday. Of course, the number one joint, the first joint with the choir, that's dope. Yeah. Um, Everything else, I could do without. I'll be honest with you. I really didn't like everything else. I didn't like the hands-on with Fred Hammond. Um, (laughs) I didn't like God Is. I mean, it's just a lot of stuff I just didn't like. Um, I think this is one of his weakest albums of his catalog. Yeah. But it could be his most impactful. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Those things to confound the wise. You yeah. Know I mean? You know what yeah. I mean? It could be his most impactful. 
But for me, it's just like it's not the best hip hop album I've ever heard. It's definitely like not the best Christian hip hop album I ever heard. Um, and that's just how I feel. But I would say this is my critique on the album that I've noticed about Sunday Service and even about this album. I think it would do Kanye some good, which is going to be the difficult part about his journey moving forward. I think you have to switch up his writing team. Mm. Um, I know No Malice wrote on this album. I know Consequence wrote on this album. I know um, Psy High wrote on this album. But I feel like Consequence is a Muslim. I don't even know how that's going to work. How that even. I don't even see how that's even possible. Like, if you're going to try to get a true biblical world perspective from. Uh, to, I know consequences, your boy, but he just, he just can't write on this project, bro. I'm just sorry. Like, yeah. If you go on this route, I, what I'm saying is if you go on explicit, explicit Christian, like this is where you're trying to head into. I just think it'll just because now what you're trying to when you you want people, you want people, you want the Holy Spirit to really rest on this thing. Yeah. And I just feel like with Psy High and Consequence, you might have to just say like, yeah, nah, I think it will be best for him to to truly connect with some Christian hip hop artists. Did Chance even write on this album? Nah, but I don't, I'm not a big fan of Chance like that, to be honest. I don't think Chance is a person he should add to the team, to be honest. Because I'm just saying, like, I think it's just really interesting because Chance had a lot of... Influence on life with Pablo. A lot of influence. And in general, Chance is, I feel like he's on this journey. Like, it's just really interesting. Again, it kind of goes back to what I was saying earlier. Like, I feel like we're fickle. We are. We're fickle people. Yeah. And man, we champion chance on uh what was the album? Coloring was book. Coloring book. Yeah. And even on this one that has major gospel influence on the records. Like that uh like that that uh Raise Them High joint. I yeah. love that record. There was like it's really interesting like that the I feel like, man, sometimes I feel like I should be an A&R dude because it's like the, the the records that I'm like, yo, this is going to work or this works. Like, are the records that become... The thing. Like, yeah. So, like, uh, I remember when I first listened to the Chance record, first it took me a while to like it because it was like 18 tracks deep. I'm like, yo, Chance, you had a lot to say. and um, But it had just like a lot of lot of gospel influence because he even they even sampled the... Uh, the uh, We love you, God! Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, like um, thing, and it's just like... And then he's been Chance has been very vocal on his on his uh like his transformation and his like and his walk with the Lord, you know. And it's really interesting because the person <laughs> that I think he's been like really having like a lot of contact with, which is another person I'm like, yo, we can push this guy forward is Ishan Burgundy. Mm-hmm. Ah, that so that makes sense, and not even on that. I'm, I'm oh, so to, him and Ishan really are. I don't know if they're tight tight, but I think Ishan did some discipleship with him, because mm. Ishan talks about it vocally on his i on his yeah, IG. I saw, that. I saw that about like how they talked. A lot of people had an issue with that. Uh, Ishan Burgundy posted you with the which one? The one he was talking about. Um, you know, be careful. This could be uh, wolves in sheep clothing, but just to watch and pray. I think it's the same thing as Ruslan saying that this is either the greatest conversion. I think, I think just Ishan, Ishan aggressive. Yeah. So I think people like, 
Ishan, why I, I was gonna say this earlier that I don't think um, being skeptical is a bad thing. Aren't we all to some degree? Yeah, I think in that, general, in and life, that's the thing about hey man, look, man, bro, some some of y'all, man, y'all just driving me nuts. I'm gonna be honest with y'all, like, bro, because somebody say I want, I want, I rather watch and pray doesn't mean they necessarily don't like what they're seeing. I think though, but I think even with Ishan, man, like I don't think it's like just that. I think what was the Stephanie? Uh, no, was it Lauren Daigle uh, conversation about well, like uh, homosexuals go to hell? And she mm. said, I don't know. And Ishan has something to say about it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. It's like Ishan, I think, really. He's like, very like black and white. Like, oh, she drew the line. No, yeah. there is no gray yeah. area. There is no blue. There but is I no think red. what he said with the Kanye thing wasn't anything bad. I think what he, I think he it goes back to what I always say on this show about CHH and why it's not. This is CHH is not going to get to where it needs to go because it's no gatekeepers, bro. People that want to be gatekeep. Pe- it's just no gatekeepers. Bro. There's no gatekeepers, and this is what I was gonna say. There's no gatekeepers, and and everybody wants to be a, a CHH rapper because they, there I I don't know. There's not a lot of guys that are walking out. I don't hear a lot of guys saying like, can I say that? I would no. Let me not say that. I'm gonna say this. There's not a lot of gatekeepers, and I think there are people that are not. I, I'm. I haven't seen a lot of people lately being comfortable in the lane of, hey, I'm just a Christian rapper. Yeah, that's right. That's right. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, and so, and and there's a lot of people. And then also, I would say what has hurt our culture because there are so many Christian rappers. Right. There are so many rappers in general. Yeah. There are so many singers. There are so right. many musicians. But I don't see a lot of people sharpening their tools. Yeah. They're saying, because I'm a Christian rapper, yeah. this is just what I have. Yeah, and I'm not. Right. You know what I mean? Right. I don't like that. You, you, but you, am, am I, I agree with you 100%. And that's why people like a Kanye West, Jesus the King album could come in. And people are like, oh, this is the best thing I have. is because people don't want to be excellent in their craft in CHH. And it just creates a weird vibe. It's just so weird, and, and we, we got to get past. I'm just saying this as somebody who who just been in that world. Yeah. We got to get past this because it's Jesus. We have to like it. No. Look, man, we done went to the clubs doing our thing as a band. You want to know? Look, it's okay to get booed sometimes. You need to get booed. You need to be in a Sometimes intense, your ego needs to you be. You need that hit because yeah. you need to know if you, and this is the thing I have with a lot of, an issue I have with a lot of people. Um, evangelizing is not just one way. Yeah. You, you know, so if you choose to do this and God calls you to go further outside of the four walls of the church, you have to be excellent. You have to be great at what you do because now you're not competing with um, Brother Tim who want to rap too. Now you're competing with Kendrick. Yeah. You're competing with, you're putting yourself in, in the in the road of these possibilities. You know what I mean? And I feel like you have to be good, man. Like, so this whole thing of not being excellent, which is why I have an issue with this album because I don't think it's, it's not mixed properly. It don't even sound right. The way the clips was rapping on it, it was like Pusha was not even on beat. <laughs> I was thinking like, what is going on? I don't think Kanye even executed his bars, right? Yeah. And I'm going to get into that a little bit later, but like, it's his excellence, man. So like the whole thing of like, oh, well, he said Jesus, so we have to like it. Oh, well, it, he's it's, this album is so great because, you know, he's saying Jesus is Lord and God. Bro, look, if it ain't good, ain't nobody going to listen. Point blank, period. Yeah. I don't care. Look, 
I don't like every CHH album that drops, and I'm going to keep it all the way 100. Life. A lot of these Christian rappers cannot rap. A lot of these Christian rappers jump on trends. A lot of these Christian rappers, you can tell, don't even try. And I don't like it. And I will be vocal about it. I don't like it. Yeah. Now, does that mean it's not for somebody? No. Right. It's just not for me. And that's fair. And that's just the reality of life. And I think that's healthy. Like It is healthy. Because I can't listen to every preacher. Exactly. But I, I feel I don't understand when mm. it comes. This is unraveling. This is unlayering a lot of things. Like when it comes to this album, it's like Christians are acting like you cannot dislike it. Yeah. That is weird. That is no people. It's okay for people to say, I'm going to watch and pray on Kanye. It's not saying that they, they, they don't want him to have a relationship with God. They just like, man, I'm rooting for him. And I'd rather not put my mouth on it yet or make a video on it yet or uh, make a think piece, write a think piece blog on it yet. Yeah. I'd rather not go to a Sunday service um, because I don't know how to feel about it. God didn't release me. Everybody got to realize that what's good for somebody might not be good for somebody else spiritually, but we could all want the same thing. Yeah. It's ridiculous to make us think like, and another thing I'm just going to speak on and it's just ridiculous and it just needs to stop. Do not use Jesus as King to condemn or try to, how can I say this? Discipline Christian hip hop. Stop it. Let me tell you something. Speak life, brother. You need to cut that out. You're no different than the people that made uh, David and Saul have issues. Oh, he killed 10,000. No, he'll kill 3,000. You're no different than those people. God, our Lord is a big Lord. He could provide lanes for everybody. So why is it that you're going to use Kanye's lane to say, this is what Lecrae should be doing? No, what Lecrae should be doing is what God told Lecrae to do. I think too, like, man, if we're, if that is our, if if that is the narrative that's taking place, it's ridiculous, bro. Like it goes back to what we had in that group text. Like you got to remember like T-Bone open doors for these people. Gospel gangsters open doors for these people. Cross movement open doors for yes, everybody. Everybody, you bro, feel me? Like, like so, it's just kind of like those things of like. But it's just the weird part is, it's like, <laughs> so it's oh, so okay, okay. So basically, what people do when they do that is like, so what I'm noticing is Kanye could talk about the Thirteenth Amendment on his album, uh huh, in his interviews. But the moment Lecrae talk about it, it's the issue. Now he can't be the face of Christian hip hop no more. Question: Have you question as you state that? Have you Kirk Kirk just released? His rebuttal mm-hmm. or his his statement, not a rebuttal, but his statement of like, hey, this is how I feel and I don't like it mm-hmm. about what's taking place right. in TBN and Double Wars and GMA. Have you have you seen any backlash for Kurt? I haven't seen any backlash. No, I haven't seen any backlash. Have backlash. you seen any backlash for Lecrae? Because Lecrae just He got a lot of backlash, yeah. He got a lot of backlash. I see a lot of people uh saying like I mean it's a lot of support, but then I think it's a little uh, I think but I think it's the way Lecrae presented it. I think it's the way Lecrae presented it. Mm. But people had an issue with Lecrae before. And that's, that's what I'm talking about. Like, it's okay for Lecrae. I mean, it's not okay for Lecrae to bring up black issues. But I think because Kanye is not making it a black issue, but he's saying with well, 13th Amendment, it's more digestible for people to process. Man, it. we need to, we, we're going to start just, I, and this is me included. I'm just going to have to start learning how to eat the vegetables raw. Yeah. I mean, it just is what it is. So that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. we, we, we're picking and choosing, and we're trying to say, like, oh, 
bro, no, we don't. I don't want Lecrae to be disobedient to God because it's my personal taste of music. Yeah. I want him to go to heaven just like I want to go to heaven. Yeah. So it's kind of whack. I'm going to be real. It's really whack for people to say like, oh, see, uh, he's saying Jesus more than any other Christian artist. Well, if God, look, God is like, I might be on my job. I can't be out on my job. Yeah. On my job. If I work for a company that's more Christ-centered and around that, I have the freedom, according to company policy, to speak about Jesus openly. Yeah. Because at my particular job, I don't have that. I have to be able to be wise in the confines that I'm operating in. Let me ask you this question, because um, it just kind of hit me. Where do you think the state of Christian and gospel music is now because of this? Because of this album. I think it's going to be in a weird place. I think I think another another a lot of things are going to happen. I think <laughs> and this is just natural. It's going to be a lot of people jockeying for positions. Let me well, let me try to get close to maybe I could be a good music artist, you know what I'm saying? Like just <laughs> <laughs> let me just let me hey, man, look, dog, that that one was fire. You didn't know. No, 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 no. no. Yeah. Because I mean like we done seen what happened when Snoop came through. He was at the Stellars trying to condemn folks. Like, when, I remember when he did an interview, and I was like, well, what did you say to people who who feel like they don't know? Bro, he uh, went straight, he looked like a granny when he did, did he, that, bro. You feel me? And Dude. I was sitting there looking like, are I was we really going to let him get off that, get that off? I just said, watch. I just have to watch, bro. <laughs> and I was just looking like, come on, y'all. So it was like the Snoop thing when we, when Beyonce showed up at the Stellars, bro. People, it, we, forgot, we forgot it was about Jesus. Bro, it was Beyonce... <laughs> <laughs> the Beehive showed up. You know what I'm saying? Destiny's Child reunion. Be, bro. Hey, bro, it was. It but was I even the, had to. I even had to <laughs> repent about that because I, I I I threw some of our our forerunners of the faith under the bus on that one, bro. Hey, but it's the reality, bro. A celebrity culture, is celebrity influence in the culture is in every. Anybody could become wooed by it. Hey, that's just the reality, bro. From pastors all the way down to just the newest believer, you could be wooed by it because these are your favorites. You know, these are people who inspire you, and you kind of pattern some sounds after. And that's the reality. That's what artists do. So, I just think it's gonna be in a weird place. Um, I just think that, and I'm just waiting to see. I, I think, man, more than anything, and I said this a long time ago when Kanye made his statements about, you know, slavery is a choice. I just want Kanye to be sane, healthy, and whole, bro. More than anything. Because, like, the Zane Lowe interview versus the Big Boy interview was two drastically different <laughs> approaches and emotions. So, yeah. it shows me that there is a mental illness there. And I believe that, like I said in the text, if somebody keeps screaming out for the Lord, he gonna respond. I just want to make sure we give enough time for God to fully his finish his statement. He could be responding, but let him finish the statement. He might be mid-sentence right now, and we just going all hardcore. Let God finish his statement with Kanye West. That's a good word, brother. Before we just go all the way. Because Kanye said he'll run for president. I'm not voting for Kanye West as president. But I'm telling you right now, a lot of y'all gonna vote for Kanye. Bro, if they if they put Obi Wan Kenobi on the ballot, bro, <laughs> I'm telling you, bro, it's just weird, bro. Yeah, but just let people be who God called them to be. 
Let Lecrae be, let Ishan be, let all these other Christian artists before them be who they are. Nobody has to start rapping like Kanye. If this is what God has Kanye doing, just like let, let God work on Kanye and let Kanye be Kanye. People would say, oh, this is a Saw to Paul situation. I don't really believe it's a Saw to Paul situation. Hmm. I believe this is a Kanye Omari West situation. <laughs> Paul wrote a lot of the Bible. You feel what I'm saying? And if, let's be real, there's a lot of places that Paul didn't even go to. When they start splitting and saying, we go here, they're like, mm, you might kill a little bit too many people in that area. Let me go. You go over here. There's still consequences. And this is the thing about the skepticism that I think we should have to be, we have to be real about. Like, because somebody says these things and then all of a sudden they pop up and say that they love Jesus doesn't mean that people have to jump on the train again to some people that was really offensive. Yeah. So these are the consequences of you saying certain things and some people just not going to rock with you. Yeah. God bless you, bro. You shouldn't even be worried about that. Keep moving on and following the Lord. That's just the reality, bro. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Let's just keep it all the way hunted. Um, I mean, like, when it comes to, like, there's certain believers who be in church all the time, but believe that you still have sex before marriage. And there's some that say no, and there's those people that just don't kick it with one another. That is the reality of life. Let's just yeah. keep it all the way 100. So that's the thing, man. Like, we just got to be real. Like, it's okay for people not to rock with Kanye West. That doesn't mean they question his salvation. That's just life, bro. Yeah. That's just what it is. I'm sure there was a lot of believers when Paul popped, when Paul popped up, and it was like, bro, he just killed my homie the other day. Now, Look, he's speaking, now he preaches salvation. You know what I'm saying? Look, man, Jesus, I'm rocking with you. I'm not rocking with him. Yeah. Let me ask you this question, because I just want to hear your thoughts. And you're just most definitely opening a lot, lot of, And I, man, I think we can almost do a part two on this. Yeah. A, a part three. Like, I think the first episode was more like a. Like a pre a, a, a pre log, but do you feel like um, do you feel like people in defense of Kanye West or or any other celebrity are using scripture out of context? Yeah, I do. I, th I think I think anybody can use scripture out of context to figure what they like. And I see a lot of that. I'm gonna be honest with you. I see a lot of people who's trying to like, no, but you know, like, look, man, y'all know what y'all doing. Yeah, y'all know because if you let's just remember I said this in a text. What I want more than anything is for all those Christians that's giving Kanye the grace to be human to give Lecrae the same grace to be human. Yeah. I know a bunch of believers who still don't like Kirk Franklin because they said that he he admitted to he had a porn addiction. They don't like the way he sampled music. <laughs> but now you all hyped on Kirk, I mean on uh, Kanye West. Give Kanye give Kirk Franklin that same grace to be human then. Yeah. What about Jay Givens who said he was gay? And people just cast that dude out yeah give him grace to go through his process you feel what i'm saying like it's just a lot of things that the church culture do that we don't even discuss yeah it just be done in distasteful ways and we just rock like ain't nothing ever happened and then we moving on to the next yeah how long did the thing kurt franklin talk about been happening that we all didn't see we know how Devil Wars and TV and Rock when it comes to certain civil issues. Yank, we wasn't ready. And then Kirk come out and was like, you know what, man? Enough is enough. I'm cool. Now mm. people saying it. But look how long it had to happen. Damn, bro. You feel what I'm saying? So it's like, bro, it's a lot of things that we not even like. Don't let this Kanye thing. <laughs> we, we can't let this Kanye thing overshadow what needs to be fixed in our 
in church culture. I'm I'm, I'm gonna say this, man. Like I'm gonna, my my stand say to stay the same on Kanye West. I'm gonna watch him pray. Um, I enjoyed Sunday service for what it was. I don't have any neg- anything negative to say about it. Am I, am I going to recommend people to go? I mean, that's between you and God. You follow what the Lord tells you to do. I just want to hear the band. Yeah, I, the band, the choir was fire. It is what it is. Um, am I going to tell people this is the revolution? This is. I don't necessarily believe that. But if that's what it is for you, man, God bless you. But I would say this, though. Like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep it all the way 100 about Kanye. Um, when it comes to, like, what I'm noticing with Kanye is he's making a lot of far right conservative statements. Uh-huh. This is the, this is the layer that you want to hit. I wanted to hit on this, and everybody's not going to rock with that, and everybody doesn't have to rock. Yeah. With that. What I find interesting about, go ahead. No, keep on. Talking. What I find interesting about these statements, so like you know, a lot of things he was saying was like. You know, in the big boy interview, like we don't have a culture, people. You know, we're a bunch of orphans, and we don't have a culture. And I, that is a bunch of crap. That's like some hogwash, bro. Like I don't, I'm not even gonna let that. <laughs> and don't anybody come up to me talking like that. Like that's just stupid. Look, man. God allow people to have different ethnicities, mm-hmm. different, different like cultural things for a reason that's everything that's being done ain't a sin but what kanye did was and this is why i believe he truly had a a real experience with the lord is he created a world he got caught up in a hip-hop culture and created a world around him that damaged him yeah that really hurt him and he and it was kind of like he was moving as if he could do anything people gonna rock with it and i think he saw that nah bruh you whack. You tripping. We cool on you. And it hurt him. Mm. I don't. So, like, I don't. All the thing we don't have a culture yet. We do got a culture. You know what I'm saying? You might be new to some culture. But yeah. then what you doing when you say that is now you subscribing to a whole nother culture. Yeah. And this is my thing with the conservative, far right conservative people. They AKA call it the white evangelicals. Um, A lot of y'all. I'm going to say this. Was you praying for Kanye when he did Jesus Walks? Mm. Was you praying for Kanye when he said that President Bush don't care about black people? Was you praying for Kanye West when he grabbed the mic from Taylor Swift? Were you praying for Kanye West when he was on the light, when he called himself Jesus? Was you praying for Kanye West when he did a Life of Pablo tour and his wife got robbed? Were you praying for Kanye when he literally had a nervous breakdown and then became bipolar? Because I'm seeing a lot of y'all start rocking with Kanye when he started talking far right conservative talking points. So when he jumped up and went to go say he he loved President Trump, now I see a lot of y'all rocking with him. Then when he jumped up and said slavery was a choice to talk about he's a free thinker, which he's always been and black folks been knowing that for a long, long time. Now y'all want to rock with him. Now he say he got saved and he put out Jesus the King. Now y'all want to champion him and make him the face of something that you know nothing about. Yeah. Be right about that. Don't do that. Don't be like, don't, don't be that person. Like, just admit it. You like Kanye West because he's talking a bunch of Republican, far right, conservative things that you like and you're rocking with him now. But people don't have to rock with it, though. But I'm just trying to I'm starting to see a lot of agendas is coming to the surface. A lot of 
you know, hating agendas is kind of rising on both sides. I'm looking like, yo, like, be, black folks, you, you rocking with him? Yeah. Now, when he goes on, when he goes on the campaign trail with President Trump, rock with him then. Yeah. Far right, when he talk about 13th Amendment and he or, or he come out and say Black Lives Matter, he start pointing things out, rock with him then. Yeah. Don't abandon him like you did Lecrae. Yeah. When they, when they, on both sides, when he start, if he make a comment about homosexuality, that might not be something you like. Rock with him then. You are speaking. Because what Pastor Jamal Bryan did was whack to me. I'm going to keep it all the way a buck. You let the man come in your church and you, he let him in your pulpit. But the moment he jump up and say that he's rocking with President Trump, now you want to redirect his offering publicly. Bruh, you should have vetted that. Hmm. I'm what we what are we doing? So now his rebuttal to that is he make me feel like nobody loved me. What they say about the Christians. You gotta think about what we doing, bro. We kind of setting ourselves up for it for failure. How long do you think this took Kanye to put this album together? I saw him do an interview with the Zane Lowe. He said they were still pulling at that time, they were still pulling in um verse. So a lot of the album is Yandi, but he just switched a lot of the songs. That's why I'm saying he needed to get some new writers. So that song, um, You Got Everything You Need, that was just like really vulgar about sex. He just switched it up. The song with the clips was called Chakras. He just switched it up. Water was already out. That's what I'm trying to man. There's layers to this, bruh. Are we really gonna? Don't say that. I'm just saying. Yeah. So this album was basically Yandi. He just switched up songs. Yandi never came out. Not Yandi never came. That's what he said. Yandi. God did the laundry. Y'all wanted Yandi, but Jesus did the laundry because Sila was a different. Was the name of a different song too. So a lot of this album is like Yandi tracks that he just literally Christianized them and put them. <laughs> And put them out. That's what I'm saying. So far right, you just, just know what you rocking with, okay? <laughs> so I did a lot of research for this. I was ready for this episode because I don't want to talk about Kanye no more after this. You feel me? But just know, I just wow, yeah, it's just a lot. Um, but I would say this though, man, I do feel like Kanye really did have a genuine experience with with the Lord. I do believe he's saved. I really do. I think Kanye most likely has always been saved. I think now he's developing a relationship with Jesus. Yeah, because I think that's a lot. Of, I mean, again, goes back to what I said. I think Jesus Walks was an accident. Mm-hmm. I think it just wasn't a Christian song right. or a gospel song, right. but it was played in gospel churches. Right. There's been a lot of songs that are not gospel songs that right. were played in churches. And I think everything with decency and in order. That's yeah. what I'm going to say. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm going to be honest with you, like, the Sunday services, I don't like the gospel remixes at all. I'm going to be real, like, when I hear him do Father Stretch My Hands, I'm going to instantly think about his verse, you know. If I take this motto, I don't like Soul Anchored. Not the hate. I'm just going to be real, like, I don't like that stuff. I, I just, I find it very corny. Yeah. And I think, like, I don't, and this is something Jeff know about me. I have an issue with Christian artists that make songs, and it's just a bunch of Christianese scenes over melodies and drums. Mm. Like I don't like that. I don't like the um I don't like um 
<laughs> shaking up, run together into your bosom. Shaking up, run together. <laughs> like, hey, don't do that, man. I, I just feel like God gave us so much words in the English language or just in language and dialect, oh, period, that we could find better ways to describe his greatness. And I feel like we take the cliche things. And that's another thing about this album that I just did not like, bro. It was so much Christianese rap. That I just cannot rock with. It was the most basic Christianese rap I've heard in years. Yeah. And I was just like, nah, bruh. Like, yo, you paying no malice to give you these verses? This is what Consequence wrote for you? This is what Sahai did? Bruh, you need to get us some. Hey, hit me up. I yeah. got you, bruh. I can hit, I'm a kind like, bro, hit up Swoop. Hit up Andy. Hit up No Big Deal. Hit up, um... Uh, hit up some of these new cats you know what i'm saying like bruh nah some of this stuff was basic yeah real basic bruh um so i just kind of like mm, i'm not and this is the question i wanted to ask you yeah man okay so i've revisited kanye's um and this is just another thing about the album that i didn't like um i revisited his catalog this week right uh-huh. up to this point I'm gonna be honest. No, I already know where you're going. I'll be, okay. Oh, I think I know where you're going. I'll say that. His production. I don't. How can I say this? When did Kanye stop caring? Think about. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna explain what I'm saying. No, bro. College dropout, like the mixing, the production. Like you, he cared about that album. I think I'll tell you when. Late registration. When Yeezy jumped over the jump, man. I think that's. Bro, because I'm listening. I listen, like even when I listened to Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, bro. Like the way the strings was coming in, the way it was arranged, the song format. You could tell he was like, Nah, yeah, yeah, y'all diss me with the Taylor, but I'm coming back. I'm coming back, and I'm gonna make something undeniable. Yeah. Like when I listen to like Yay. What he did for Nas, man. God, that's my dude, too. Like, his stuff recently has just been like... Subpar. Bruh. I know. I genuinely, I think... I think... I'm like, what happened, bro? I think, too, like, when... Um, how do I say this? When... How do I say this? 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 When other things become important to you. Hmm. I was just listening, like... Because it's not the first artist where we've seen is like, yeah, he took it like the fall off. Like it's a fall off, bro. And I, th- I think we have a lot of people because his camp has changed. Yeah, it seems like his surrounding cap has changed. Right. And I so wonder. You know, Timbaland produced a lot on his album. What songs? A lot, bro. He had like a team, so Timberland and his team produced a lot. Warren Campbell produced like two joints on this. <laughs> I was just, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm like, bro, when did you stop caring, bro? Like, Kanye. I'm not dissing Timbo. I'm just like. No, yeah. I'm just thinking, like, it's a lot of stuff that I just never thought Kanye would just, like, be okay with just releasing, bro. Like, the mixing is not great on this album, bro. Like, the way they got Pusha T rapping on this joint, it's like he a tad bit off, bro. And, like, he rapping off beat. And that's like, from the moment I heard him, I was like, dang, this don't even sound like Pusha would even put a verse on here like that. No malice sound good, but push. I'm like, nah, man. Like, I don't know. If they send these verses in, and they just to line them up right. 
I know a lot of people going hard on the Kenny G uh, sax. <laughs> hey, man, I listen to jazz, so this ain't cool. I won't go play. Hey, nah, just nah. Hey, look, I listen to jazz. I like Kenny G. <laughs> I like Kenny G too. I like Kenny G because like yo, he got he got licks. He got chops. Yeah, he got chops, chops. Come on, man. Come on, bruh. I'm 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 gonna okay, I'm I'm tell you what my lady said for the Kenny G sigma. She's like, so he couldn't get Kenneth Whaler, bruh. I tell you, I must have cried, bruh. I cried. She was like, he can't get Kenneth Whaler. I'm like, for real? Like, just go. I was just like, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. I don't know, man. I think that's also, bro. I think we've had this conversation. I think that's why I'm starting to lean towards more like more underground artists, more B level artists. He, he has access to Kenneth Wayland, bro, and he has access to everybody. But you know, I'm just saying because it's just like these conversations. I'm just more like that's why I like Sir is still in rotation. Mm-hmm. That's why I like Kenneth Wayland the third is still yeah. in my rotation. Kenneth Wayland the third. That's what we're talking about. Like, and man. Let me just give her props for throwing that nugget out. Right, you know right, I mean? right. Like, I was dying when she said it. I didn't expect that. I was rolling. She's like, so she could, he could. I was like, okay. So right. like Kenneth Whalem or like Alex Isley. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? Like those are people like I'm, because I can't be raising my blood pressure over these albums, bro. Yeah. Like it's just not, um, it's not worth it. Okay, let me ask you this question, and we about to wrap up in a minute. I'm saying, how long we been doing? We've been this? at it. We've been at it for a little bit. Let me look bro. at the time, y'all. We've you know what I'm saying, it, yo? Because there's so many layers. It's so many layers. We probably will continue this conversation as things continue to develop. Because we probably need to double up on the Kirk. Oh, okay, we doing two hours. We good. This is a two parter. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. So we'll touch on the on the Kirk. Uh, but look, this I would say this. Um, on on next part, we could. Yeah, on another yeah. episode, we are gonna touch on Kirk. Um. We should just call it that respect our legends. Yes, please. Cause that what Kirk Franklin did, y'all don't understand how historic that that is. That that's the mm, I'm telling y'all something. <laughs> I'm just telling you. That's a flex. That's a four master flex growl. Like that's yeah. That shocked me. I was like, whoa. But what I want to say is uh, so where would you rank this in in Kanye's catalog? This is something I've been pondering on all week. For me personally, so I'm gonna tell myself I haven't listened to all of his catalog. Mm-hmm. Cause dropout, cause dropout. Uh, so my albums are cause dropout, um, late registration, graduation, eight ways heartbreaks, and this one. Mm-hmm. This probably be number five. <laughs> okay, yeah, I think um, if we talk about Kanye's catalog, yeah, Kanye. I'm, yeah, I'm just talking about Kanye. Uh, for me, yeah, it'll be like. I'm gonna put uh, I, when I listened to Yay, I was like, oh okay, you got it got some. It's just the things he was saying. It was just kind of like, bro, you kind of just doing too much. Yeah, this is like second to last or third to last. I'm not even trying to diss. I'm just being honest. Yeah, like is I don't like everything of Yeezus, but Yeezus was kind of like it was kind of like 808 to heartbreaks. It was a, a culture changer. Like it was kind of real ahead of its time. And like a lot of people took things from that Yeezus album. I think that's probably one of his worst albums, to be honest. So like it's I'm putting Jesus the King above Yeezus. Mm. Um <laughs> Yeah. But I would like I said, it could be this, but this has the potential to be his most impactful album. Easy. By far his most impactful album. Now now when I say that, I'm not saying impactful musically. I'm not saying most impactful. Lyrically, I'm talking about most impactful when it comes to awareness. Awareness, 
it could be it has the potential to be to be that. And um, moving forward, what do you think we're going to see from Kanye West? That's a good question. I'm not going to say. Right. Okay. I agree too. I don't know. Like I said, I, when it comes to the salvation thing, I leave that to him and the Lord. I pray that it's genuine and it's sincere. Um, like I said, his pastor. Oh, okay. I was, I was say this before we jump out. Uh, I would say my assess when I say that my assessment was kind of right on point with Kanye early on is because like he admitted that he started Sunday service mm-hmm. and it had no type of order to it. It was just like he was in a hospital and he was just like, you know what? He was reading the Bible and he was just like, you know what? I'm just going to, um, I'm just going to start a church. And mm-hmm. I've been, I've told them, I've been telling Jeff, like, yo, I'm hearing that this dude is serious about, about starting, starting a church. church. Yep. Like that's his whole, I was telling Jeff this for months. So, um, I was kind of concerned. I was like, bro, like, how is this going to play out? Like, so they, that's like his real goal. And this is months ago. I told Jeff this. So, um, but he admitted that after Coachella is when he got really saved. So that's four months, bro, of people. It's real. It goes back to what I'm saying. You can't put no definite comments on things that you know definitely nothing about. And the church thing was when he was in the hospital. You feel me? That's life of Pablo type of uh, when he said uh, slavery was a choice type situations. And mind you, we got to be mindful of this. Kanye is um, diagnosed. He has mental. He's being healed mentally. Mm-hmm. He also says that he doesn't take his medication. So I'm just saying you got to make sure that this is why I tell people like if you praying for him, like really pray for him. Yeah. Because you don't want this to be like an episode and then he switches and then you up here just oh but see. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is like time to really, really pray for the dude. Like, seriously, like, don't just say you're going to pray for him, but you ain't praying. You only going to pray for him because it sound, it's going according to your agenda. Like, if, if Kanye decides not to be a, a a Republican anymore and he flips, flips, you still need to be praying for him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just need to, like, really be praying for the dude because, like, there's a lot of factors in place here. But I do truly believe that the Lord can, well, will heal his mind. You know what yeah. I mean? But, um... He was saying that he got saved, really saved four months into it. And if you listen to the album and then those interviews, he was talking about how um, he met a pastor, you know, pretty much that four month mark. And that pastor and, of course, a conversation with his father and another friend was telling him, like, yo, it's not really a church because you don't have no word. Like, you don't have no order to what you're doing. It's just basically a bunch of feel good songs. So it just it just it just that was my assessment early yeah. on. And I remember I sent the uh, the um, the article about his pastor to Jeff, and I said, "Dude, I honestly believe that the Lord was like, nah, you got you, your influence a little bit too great right now, brother. <laughs> so what we not gonna do? What we not gonna do is let you go out here and send some people to hell. So yeah, I believe that God allowed that pastor to come across his path. Just but there's been a couple of pastors too, right? Yeah, because there was that one I sent you with Rich Wilkerson. When he gave that message, that, that was oil, bro. bro when he gave that, that sermon, yo, and he got a sermon at in that altar call. I said, brother, that was oil, bro. That was anointed. I was like, Whoa. that was oil. <laughs> Rich, but Rich Wilkerson, he's a real one. You know what I'm saying? He's a real one. So it's like, even even with being thrown stoned, yeah. yes, a lot of people don't rock with him because he kind of like 
He cool. He a cool he dude. He a hipster pastor, bro. He just a hipster pastor. He a like, cool d- his swag level. Right. Yeah. And he from Florida? Yeah, he just he just a hipster pastor, bro. But he love the Lord, though. For real, Him, for Judah real. Smith, Carl Lentz, they love the Lord. You know, so a lot of people don't like them because they kind of like in these circles. But but I love what Judah Smith said. He says, I look at these guys, these individuals as the least of these. Mm-hmm. He was like, are we caring for them right. in the same breath? I was like, bro. And, they, and I think they can be trusted. Right. And they just got dope connects, even if they rock Yeezys. Mm-hmm. Right. Just how I look at it. Um, so I, I, I'm just, I'm just looking. I'm, I'm praying for Kanye, man. I'm, I'm, I honestly want the best for him. I, I believe he had a real, genuine experience with the Lord. Like I said, I don't, I don't have anything negative to say about Sunday best. I mean Sunday, not Sunday. I mean Sunday yeah. service. Um, I just, it was just interesting to see because like Sunday best. <laughs> Sunday service was interesting. Um, and I'll just talk about that briefly. Was um. It felt like a mega church. I'm gonna be honest. Like when I walked, I was telling Jeff and him, like when I walked up, it was like a multicultural vibe. Um, that Kira Shears um, playing outside the church. Um, <laughs> a lot of people. It was a lot of people there that I've known. A lot of pastors there that I know <laughs> that was there. And I would tell you, I was telling Jeff, like I said, the crowd was kind of like eighty percent, eighty percent. Kanye stands like they was just you, you just know the way they look because they dressing like Kanye like you know er, er, just Kanye stands was there. I'm not gonna say I'm seventy percent. I'll say seventy percent Kanye stands. Why? Right, seventy percent Kanye stands. About fifteen percent Christians. No, thirty five percent Christians. Do you have the five percent of people who was the? Let me test the spirit. <laughs> like, I'm not gonna lie, I was one of those folks because it was some folks I just wasn't even standing up. They were just looking like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Lord, let me test. T- Lord, you here? Are you here, Lord? Yeah. Like, and we need those, ladies and gentlemen. You do need those people. Like he was just like they were just like looking like, mm-hmm. Let me test the spirit. Okay, all right now. Hmm. Okay, Lord, is this sweet nostril? Is this sweet smell to your nostril? Right. I ain't gonna lie. I made a commitment to myself. I said, look. The moment it get weird and he do a rant, I'm leaving because I didn't come here for a rant. You know what I'm saying? But it was cool. Yeah. Like I said, he did, he did this the album just dropped, so he did a bunch of his songs. Um, and it was cool, man. It was cool experience. And that's just what it is, man. You know, I mean, if you guys want to see it, go see it. I don't see, I don't know. You, that's just something you have to pray. That's one thing I, t- I try to do nowadays is I, I say, God, you show me what I said support. Yeah. Show me what I said support because should support and i might be different for different folks some people can handle a sunday service some people might be like you know what i'm gonna stay away from that and that's cool ain't nobody hating you know what i mean but i just i do i really do think we should pray for kanye west not only for him but for his wife and everything too because it's a lot of things that has to take place like we all know that like when you're saved sometimes some of the folks you rock with you just don't be running rock with no more yeah like your friends and your circle how you do business all changed. I'm, 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 one of my questions I have is, and I thought about this um, three days ago. What happens with good music? Does he still produce for Big Sean? Does he still produce for Pusha T? Does he still produce for all of the artists that's there? Man, I think because uh, that's like his brand. That's your business. I think uh, I don't know, man. It goes back to what you said. That statement that you said, you just gotta watch and pray, bro. Just 
just gotta watch and pray. You gotta just because I mean, there's a lot of Christians that produce for secular artists on multiple fronts. Mm-hmm. There's even some secular producers or what would be recognized as non-saved or non-Christian producers that are actually producing for gospel artists. So, I mean, it's just it's just one of those things of man. But what what the are, are Christians gonna go for that though? Cause you know how some church culture folks is, bruh. The times we living in right now, mm-hmm. you just kind of gotta take each day at a time. Each day at a time. <laughs> each day at a time. But I mean, again, not everything's gonna be for everybody. You know what I mean? It's just like, it's just like the pastors that be in the Tyler Perry movies. You know what I mean? Gonna, I'm not gonna lie with you. Some of the stuff Tyler Perry do, guys, they got to work on my heart. Because some of the stuff he be putting out there, I'm looking like, come on, bro. Like, nah, man. Some of that stuff is intense. It's too much, bro. But I'm just saying. Or. I would, oh, this could. I mean, this, this, there's layers. I would say this, though, man. One thing I noticed about this Kanye situation, I believe that everybody that is of the Christian faith. Oh, one thing he did say at the. Um, I just want to clear. I just got to say it. one thing he said at the um, the Howard University homecoming when he was like, and I said this on that episode, I'm going to say it here, <laughs> is when he was like, you know, we we make it too hard for people to want to be involved in this. You know what I'm saying? My thing is like, if Jesus is, what did he say? He said, um, if you believe in Jesus, then you good. Nah, bro. Nah. <laughs> I'm gonna tell y'all right back. That's a no go. You abort that. Take that out. Take that out. Don't Christianity. I mean Christianity, Catholicism, and Mormonism are three different things, and you gotta teaches, know. You gotta know the difference, and that's the thing that's dangerous. Teaches about just being quick to endorse and follow people who say stuff like that. You have to know the difference. You have to be spirit led. And know the difference between Catholicism and Mormonism and Jehovah Witnesses. Because people say they love Jesus doesn't mean we all serve in the same Jesus. Teachers. I just want to keep that all the way real. And that's why you watch and pray. Teachers. <laughs> and I'm going to leave the episode on that. Wait, we got no, we to leave them on. You feel me? But that, but that doesn't mean Kanye isn't saved. But I'm just saying that when people say stuff like that, you have to know the difference. Yeah. You can't run with that and be going around telling people like, bro, like, no, 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 Found or abundance of uh, this, and I was like, you know what? It's certain passages that's not gonna riot, you know what I'm saying? And that's cool, yeah. But I know my pastor, <laughs> yeah, Pastor Diego, they gonna be like, hey, bro, let's just have some talks, let's, <laughs> let's, let's, let's spend some time and build some relationship, which is good. Yeah. But yeah, yeah man, I just wanted to let that be known. Like, he said that, and I just think that that's that's not you gotta be careful, you gotta be careful, and that's why Eshan was saying you should watch and pray, yeah. Um. And, and another thing is too like I'm still trying to figure out what happened to Mace's church but look y'all um, <laughs> thank y'all for listening to this episode of the AZ's Harupu's podcast <laughs> tell a friend <laughs> you know what I'm saying what happened to Mace's church you know what I'm saying but I believe y'all like I always leave y'all man God never told us to figure him out he just told us to trust him Chip. we out